3: I know it's a little weird, ladies and gentlemen. There's three people here, not two. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all ages, good evening, Mr. BX Sports Jedi.
4: Good evening. Hello, everyone.
3: And hello back. We are graciously guested by my wonderful and future wife, Cardala Mohammed. Hello, Mrs.
2: Hello, everybody. Nice to
3: see you guys. A.K.A. future co-host of the Coquito Cabaret and the Noir Project. We'll get to that in the future. Tonight, today, or this evening, we are going to do a Echo series review, We just came out, and we're going to talk about it episode by episode, Get delve into the historical accuracy of the nation and everything else, and give our thoughts on what it will entail in the future and the series to come. Now, Mr. BX Sports Jedi Network, what is your recollection of Maya, aka Echo, before we get to the series?
4: Well, this is a person that we saw her in the Hawkeye series, and of course, the first Native American disabled because she's she is mute, uh, deaf mute as well, and seeing not just her senses because she's not the first character we saw Daredevil. Of course, he's blind, but now to see now the non-speaking ability, you know, with the sign language and just opening up the verse because. You know, makes you want to makes you want to ask again, like we like to do the water series. What if there is a superhero with, with a disability in challenge? And now we're going to see Echo and I love her backstory. Now we're going to see in this series, what's her origin? What's she all about? How did she became this badass assassin that we saw in the, uh, on the series with Hawkeye? So I'm really, 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 really want to see more of her backstory. And what was her connection with Fisk, a.k.a. the Kingpin?
3: Now, before we continue, what is your connection to Maya Echo before we even delve into the series?
2: Um. Well, I will say I didn't know about her character before watching all of the new series like Hawkeye and Echo. Um, yeah. But I love her character, honestly. Like, I think she's awesome. And I really like that they chose to go with, like, the um, spiritual and cultural connection to her powers. And I like that they really dove in. On her um, on her backstory in the series, so I'm excited to talk about her.
3: Yeah, as well. Now, before we delve into this, this is going to be a recap and then an analysis of a recap episode per episode, and we're going to just delve into things. Now, the uh, this is a synopsis half and as we did with the other episodes, and check out our other episodes on Rika Reactions and BX Sports Jedi Network. His channel as well. He has wonderful things and on Instagram and audio. If you want to hear him, see him, or touch him. Well, touching costs a little extra, but everything else you get for free. Now, what we're going to do here is have a little recap. Thank you, so everyone. In the beginning, we see a, or basically beings underground emerging from the water. As they get to the water, you see a spiral reminiscence of Kaori from What If? Episode 6. Yes. And they are drinking from the water. They see their hands have the same spiral, but in counterclockwise condition. We find out that the Choctaw Nation uses that counterclockwise Symbolism to represent life and everything else, and all of a sudden an earthquake happens. The main leader of that of those beings is holding up the the ceiling while everybody seemingly is jumping into that hole, one after the other, after the other. And at the end, she holds it hard hard enough, disappears. Light flashes. We see that they are in somewhere in an earth. We find out it's earth, but somewhere in a earth, they at the same time we're covering covering brown type of skin markings as of the Native Americans on their skin uh, the main person as well had ones on, on her chin as they're looking up at the sun their skin peels or flakes like like uh, clay and everything else we find out that the first woman to step up and everyone's asking what should we do they move forward and that person's name is Chaffa now before we continue now before we continue again this is all speculation but this is a good point. About this. Now we it's basically been confirmed that they, these beings were in a pocket dimension at the same exact time this was happening. My wonderful co-host said that she's there under Earth. But a theory is up for you, Mr. Kevin. Yeah. At the same time this is happening, we know that this is all connected to the multiversal war. We know everything in time from beginning of time to the end of time has been connected because of Kang. Now, do you think as a theory? The reason that their the pocket dimension got destroyed was because of the most war, and they had to just get out. Like, okay, our house is destroyed; we're out of here. Your thoughts?
4: It could it could be with that, especially the way we saw with Loki grabbing onto all the different theories back to back to the Loki series of all the multiverse stringing together, trying to save yes. them. That could be a dimension where it might have been being almost out of existence, and they had jump, and when they jump in. They're jumping in and they, because remember, as we're going to see in the story in, in this whole entire series, there's a phrase or a saying, and I don't want to go ahead and spoil it. Um, that they go and I'm going to I'm going to touch back to it, that they say they tell Echo later on that's going to go back to this particular point that we're talking about. So I'm not going to spoil it, just remember that, just, just get that mark there. Um, mm-hmm. you see that. And and I thought about that. So yeah, that looks like it is tying into Loki, and which you want consistency in the Marvel universe, where things yes. make sense, and not you know what is does this tie in with that? And I and I appreciated that. Also, when we saw the what the What If series, the Blue Water as the Tesseract was split, as we saw mm-hmm. in the in the Kahani series, uh, in the What If series there, and and I go, is that Tesseract or? I say, is that Tesseract power? Is that, that that story coming to life here in this Echo series? Or is this inhuman? Or is this mutant? Yeah. Or, you know, there was a lot of questions in that particular moment. And, and I stopped and I go, all right, let's see what this leads us to. And I thought of all of that thing there. And, and I like the fact when you're talking about when they're coming out of the mud, it goes back to creation. We were created out of dust, out of mud. You know, when the sun, the mud starts drying off and you peel up and they're, they're breaking into and coming into life, like the creator giving life and they were coming into this world. So I, I liked all that aspect. It touched all the different aspects. And and I'm like, OK, it's intriguing. Let's go. The first opening scene was very, 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 very inspirational. Of course. Your yeah.
2: thoughts? Yeah, I will say we um we had a lot of conversations while we were watching the show where he was kind of questioning it from the perspective of the MCU and I was looking at it from the perspective of how is it tying back to real Choctaw myth Yeah, and I really do appreciate like I got emotional before we even started this and like during every episode like how much they how much dedication they put into like the authenticity of the Choctaw community like it was real businesses it was real a lot of real places and real traditions, and I just think that's so beautiful. And I've always wanted that to be more represented.
3: Yes, and to be perfectly honest, and this is specified by them themselves. This was the Marvel's version of the Choctaw origin of creation. This is not the Correct. creation of the Choctaw people. This is just the Marvel's version. Yeah, but put that out clear as day. People like, no, no, they said it themselves. We continue on and skip about. We don't know how. we Actually, we don't know exactly when. Chaffa emerged from the pocket dimension. So we just say beginning of time. Let's say that we right. fast forward to 2007 where Maya has a kid a cousin and her cousin Bonnie are doing nice little, and they're describing the story of how Chaffa was born and everything else Do shadow puppets and how people, and that's how the Choctaw people and Native Americans used to use mm-hmm. by singing and dance and by, by puppetry or or shadow puppetry. Yeah. And Maya tells Bonnie, you're my sister. Bonnie's like, we're cousins. I don't care. You're my sister. It starts to rain. We find out that her mother, which is, I think, I forgot her her, her, her mother's name, is also deaf. And it starts to rain. She says, I want some ice cream. Oh, there's no ice cream. Hey, I'll go. Come on, Maya. Let's go get some ice cream. While this is happening, the grandmother and the grandfather are having a nice little talk with them and everything else, talking about biscuits. We'll shout out out to the new Avenger biscuits. Later on, we'll talk about him. Um, Then... We not knowing after the grandma and grandma grandpa leave, we see that Chula looks out the window and sees a, a, a sapsucker. We don't know what that is until later on. And thank you, thank you for that. And the mother's name is uh, Taola. Thank you for that. Mm. Taola. And we didn't know what that means. And as Maya's looking at her mom, mom's looking at her, boom, T-boat. We find the origin of how Maya lost her leg. Because there's a sharp shrapnel literally in between her little leg. It's gone. And then her mom, when she looks at her mom, her mom, maybe they did this canonically, but they did this kind of a representing representing Echo's comic book origin. She had kind of like a face print or a handprint on her hand, on her face on that side. You couldn't see that much, but she was gone. And the only thing you could hear is her, her is Echo's heartbeat. Yeah. And her looking at her mother see perspective okay. we go a little bit more to the hospital where we find out that the father and Uncle Henry are in are in the business of crime they find out that someone cut the brakes but they were taken care of the mother says well great more death with more death and everything else yeah. Chula tells him get the hell out of here don't ever come back you killed my mother you killed my you killed my daughter so I will never forgive you and the the, the father and Maya take their stuff and they leave now we go a little bit more to do that to to when we get to hawkeye when when maya is in the the karate studio and everything else they did cut out the part where maya met kaz and that was a different thing and thank you you should watch it's really good we're recapping against you but you're about the same thing now we also see that i think this is uncle henry and uh, the brother exchanging money in the corner then you see uncle then you see uncle uncle fisk uh, he wants us to have some fun and everything else we we cut a little bit more we get the we basically did a recap of the hawkeye series of everything that's happening we get a, we get everything else and then we get to a certain point but before we get there we also find out by the recaps of what we we're watching mm-hmm. there is a basic deleted episode they at the last minute it was supposed to be six episodes but at the last minute, they cut it and then basically used and reused footage from Hawkeye and put it in the first episode as a excuse. Now, what is your thoughts on that before we continue, Kevin? Yeah, you
4: you're you're finding out where how the dad eventually got connected with Fisk. You know, because we, we if we cause we're already seeing Hawkeye. So we already know what's gonna happen in the future to see what's going on and how that was connected there. Also the accident of of Taola to find out the brakes were cut. Why were the brakes cut? Was it meant for the Lopez brothers? Who was behind it? They didn't really dive into it too much or no. or or for me it just went over my head. Why was those brakes cut? I wanted to know that that's what I left with that episode. Is there a money issue? What was going on? And of course, I love how you you bought back biscuit. You know they didn't show who this biscuit guy was or person or or if it was a dog or what. And I'm like, yeah, the name kind of seemed intriguing. I kind of want to see who it is, so we'll find him out later. They set that up nicely there. If you look at it, um, when I wanted to see, like you said, that episode that was cut, the New York, the money exchange. What what was the reason why Fisk got anger and and bothered with? lopez with the main father why yeah. what was the reason and and i get they, they started to explain there i guess when you're in when you work in that shady business things are about to catch up to you comma whatever the case is and and that's where we stand there with 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 echo at this point that of the of your story that we're talking we're talking here right now
3: exactly that's weird your
2: thoughts yeah no you're absolutely right they never did touch on um like who cut the brace like was it somebody that was paid by fist to do it was it a personal vendetta like you're right they never
1: did
4: touch on that never um i didn't want to spoil you anything about it yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to that again I, I hate to leaving things incomplete ladies and gentlemen but i just don't want to spoil the story that we want to tell you of the whole series that's yeah. yes, but i wanted to get i want to touch that about the breaks i had a theory at that moment where I thing was unfolding but then it it turn out it not so i'll get back to that too so just re-
3: constantly yeah. just re- mentally remind me that so i don't leave people in a cliffhanger of course that's what works. now we continue on that after the father died by ronin's hands fisk with which we I didn't know this one of many asl trans translators in the background not just the same one it was actually different people i didn't know that we didn't know that then he tells her, look, we, we, we just want to help you. We want to take this anger and, and train you and use it. So she goes in her first job, which is basically rival gangs are talking crap. So they want to like, Fisk wants to, 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 to take them out. Okay, sure. So on her first job, she goes to two guys that didn't even know that she was mute. Didn't even know that. I like, right, let's, go, let's go in there, which I did love in the beginning of the, of the sequence. It's very mob mentality. He knocks on the door, they open up the slot. Fixed fist, fist thanks you for your loyalty. No wonder, wonder why he said that. Wow. Oh, grab, yeah. grab, this fucking departed style. Yeah,
2: that shocked me.
3: Yeah. Departed style. Like, this is not Disney anymore. Let's just let's That's go. Right. As we continue on, very good fight sequence, very daredevil fight sequence, very hallway, in and out, everybody else. Love Maya it. is shocked because it's like, what the hell am I even doing here? I'm just I'm supposed to fight, not kill people. At the moment where it did a nice little one take or one one shot. It, the guy got to her and then she did a nice little guillotine anaconda like just a nice little vice and the director clearly said this was the origin of the villain echo right mm. here or the villain basically maya because she didn't have a nickname until then mm. so when she snapped that neck and everything went slow you saw that something snapped in her at the same time and it was go time right from there she used a variety of attacks and before i even continue Before they went to the meeting and said the whole loyalty thing, security guard patted down the two guys. Love that part. Security guard patted down the girl. Oh, you got to turn around. And then he started being a little handsy. Got got a little kicked in the nuts. Mm -hmm. Then during the fight scene, she she signs again. Oh, you You again. again, And then beats his ass, the bitch of his life. As we're fighting. Okay,
0: round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry?
1: Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. <laughs> Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, free by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from. With new games released each week, you can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary.
3: VGW. Void. We're
0: prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: Someone unexpected comes. It's Daredevil. Not not She-Hulk. Booty Call Daredevil. No. This is Netflix <laughs> Daredevil. I'm always going to call him Booty Call Daredevil, okay? I always say that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank. Shout out to Agent Super Agro, Welcome. And they have a nice fight. And this is a wonderful contrast of styles. You have a blind person versus a deaf person. where And they explain Daredevil has a sense that he can see forms and shapes by the, the, the heartbeat and movement and, and, and the environment. And this is not comic book Echo. Where comic book Echo is basically a female taskmaster where ta- taxmaster can can copy other people's abilities and, and fighting styles and, and use it for her own no they took that away she is also but she is a prodigy they kind of hinted that in the beginning of the first episode that she's a prodigy of anything electronics yeah. linguistics everything they have a wonderful they have a wonderful fight and then we kind of figure that Daredevil was casing this gang member to try to connect him to Fisk because this is the same time Daredevil is trying to connect Fisk in the series. So that's a nice little Easter egg that we never knew. And -hmm. the fight was glorious, in my opinion. Nice little contrast of styles, nice little Japanese stance styles that Daredevil would do a couple times. We also found out that that she got hit in the kidney a couple times once by the thug and once by Daredevil. Beautifully done. At the end of it all, he left. He got out of there. Maya survived. And Kingpin, after coming back, after she came back to Kingpin, said, You know what? You lasted longer than any of my other henchmen against this guy. Well done. Kind of saying that. You weren't going to win. This is an unwinnable situation, but you actually came back alive. One, that's cool. And two, you lasted long. That's pretty badass. I'll give you that. We fast forward a little bit more Hawkeye series. Ronan explained that the bot, that Fisk was the one that did this and everything else. And then the gunshot. Boom, Fisk is on the floor. We fast forward five months later. She's going back to Oklahoma with a bloodshot gunshot in her stomach. Now. Mm -hmm. Cardala, what was your thoughts on everything else up until that point?
2: Um, I love how the fight sequence was filmed, like where she's coming in and it's her first time, she has no idea what's going on. And I really like when they cut to her perspective, um, you know, and how she sees the world. And I wish they did that a lot more. Like I almost wish it was like a whole episode or something. But um Yeah, I really like that. I like the fight sequence, Um, and I like that she held her own with Daredevil, and she got, like, commended for that. Like, it's not like she went back to Fisk. Er, Yeah, went back to Fisk. Yeah, okay. I don't know if I was allowed to talk about that part. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if she went back to Fisk. You know, maybe she was scared she'd get scolded, but no, he was, like, impressed with how well she held her own. I was curious about, did they ever address the gunshot part?
3: No. no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later on. Okay. Your
4: thoughts. Kevin. That's, a
3: that's a good point. That's
4: a good no, point. No, that's a great point. I thought I, I, you know what? I'm with you. I thought about that same thing when that, at that second there, because the yeah. time lapse didn't make kind of sense, but first and foremost. What I really appreciate was, of course, when she got patted down, you know there's a lot of sucios out there that would do that to a female. I like that she fought back there. And then she goes, oh, she was like, that made her day. I get to kick and really knock the leaving. Dallas, out of you again? You're back again? Let's go. I like that. I like the fight scene, first and foremost. Also, it's telling me, like you said, it's letting us know in a way, shape, or form that is canyon to the Netflix series of all the defenders, uh, of defenders, Um. Daredevil, maybe you know, everyone from from the whole Netflix series there, which I, I was asking that question, are we changing this? Because we, like you said, we saw Booty Call, Daredevil, the golden Daredevil in She-Hulk. Yeah. I wanted I'm glad that's just probably a one-off comedy thing or whatever the case is. But I like the fight sequence. I like that they're showing that, like you said, chasing him, similar to the first Daredevil series, season one, when he wants to go after Fisk his Empire. I enjoy that part there. The fighting scenes were really good. Um, like you said, the cinematography went back to the Netflix with the with the single hallway view. There, I appreciate that. I was, you know what, this is you know what, this is episode one. It's starting to get really good because it's giving me that that signature Netflix vibe that everyone fell in love with. That enjoy these series, and everyone's expecting something Disney. They're expecting goofiness. They're expecting g- goofy Mickey Mouse kind of. And no, they went to that little bit of that Netflix realm. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm um, Now this is episode one. I can't wait to see how this is going to play out in these next few episodes. So I was intrigued on that. For her to hold herself against a daredevil, I like when Fisk has, you know, you lasted longer. Now it makes me wonder, why did you send her out there then? Because she was she a female? And you thought you might touch the hearts or find out how, how much of a emotional person is daredevil to see there's a weakness in a female-male perspective? Because you send her out there, to kind of sacrificial lamb, but she did surprise you by being a walking weapon and and surviving and going one-on-one with that combat because he watched everything. You know he has hidden cameras everywhere. So he saw that. So I said to myself, there's something here. He sees potential in Maya. Let's see how he's going to manipulate her into doing his bidding like we've seen
3: before in the Hawkeye series. Yeah, and, I, and that was a good point. Before we continue, we got a question from Agent Super Agro. Uh, the opening sequence about the birth of the Echo people is there a connection with the animated What If episode with the native Inthi- Native Indians who found the mystical pond in that cave. Now, the directors kind of said that it's similar, but it's not. It's not. This is not that they, they where they were was a spiritual pocket dimension. And what the Tesseract did was send them to a whole new dimension. And it only did that because it was cracked by Ragnarok. So those were special circumstances that happened in that specific, specific thing. But they did explain that the Choctaw people had at like counterclockwise spirals. So at the same time, it could be that. Maybe the Tesseract is connected to the spirituality of, of Native Americans. We don't know, but it's connected in some way, Super Agro. So I'm going to leave it there.
2: Yeah, I will say in terms of like the connection to the Choctaw myth and everything, yeah. the this the spiral is supposed to represent um like the backward like the serpent and like the connection to like the underworld and everything i don't know about like the spiritual connection to water necessarily um but like there is actually um i forget the name of it but there is like this giant earth mound that's like that's somewhere in mississippi um that Was erected like a thousand years ago that is like very sacred, not a thousand years ago, but it was erected very long time ago and is very sacred to um, the Choctaw people. Yeah. So, yeah, I know that much at least. And that is kind of like their creation myth is that um, people that they, they came from like underground and were clay and the clay was kind of like shed, yeah. So,
4: yeah, right. A I, rem- point. I, rem- I, rem- I remember in all of in, in all of before Christianity, a lot of the Natives from Central, South America, from the Indian culture worship the sun, the, the moon, the the wind, the elements, the earth. You know, that's a lot of the Native American, not just Native American, but in the indigenous culture. You know, Montezuma in, in, in Central, South America, you know, the moon, the stars, all that, you know, one connection with the earth and the planet. And that, and Disney, in their way, in their way, or in a non-fictional way, was trying to bring that to light there with with that so i, I kind of see a little bit of semblance it's not again it's television it's entertainment people don't take it there narr- don't take a narrative that had to be punctual with the the culture it's there's telling a story of a, of a television series so people tend to get their panties
3: in a bunch gotta hold on a second
2: mm-hmm.
3: that, is true. that is true and we continue on where again, I'm kind of get pissed at this, but we can explain it at the end of the episode. One, he she, she lands in Tomahawk, Oklahoma, with a blue bullet wound in her stomach. We don't know where she got it, we, we never did. Either way, she drives around in nighttime, almost falling over. She gets to Oklahoma. We see the inside of the town, mostly everything there is, is historically accurate and geograph- geographically accurate to be, to be precise. Yeah. Of Oklahoma and Tomahawk. except for the sign that says welcome, that's a totally different thing to have it and something else. Yeah. Eventually, she lands to she lands in her old house, and she we see a guy, kind of looks like Leonard from the Big Bang Theory, but like kind of like chubby a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And right. we find out that his name is Biscuits with his dog Jack Kirby, which is a nod and a reference B- to a B- Billy Jack. Billy Jack, yes, yes a Billy Jack to a to a nod to a movie of a half breed Indian man that was protecting the town from from criminals. Which I love that. It was good, and he talked to Jack Kirby like he was a person. So, like I yes. said, he's he's gonna be the next Avenger. Now I I excited is my guy too. We're gonna to talk about the course the, 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 the destiny of biscuits later on. We'll talk about that. Now he tells him that are you gonna to talk to Bonnie? He's like, no, I don't really want to talk to Bonnie. I'm just here for a little bit. I need you to like, help me for something. Just don't tell people I'm here. Where's Uncle Henry? Ah oh, he's over there. okay, all right fine thank you And then we go on ahead to where Uncle Henry is who is the, he's the 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 manager of a, a, radio, a, a, a skating rink laser tag uh uh, i think it was like foosball a bunch of things It was like david busters all in one It was pretty awesome
4: yes yes
3: it was pretty cool we find out uncle henry and her father was connected as as basically the same guy who was in the tracksuit mafia just like her dad but he he had a job in new york that he bring the dad over there to new york he says that he's not gonna help her he's not gonna get involved in anything and what's funny is that when they they talked they went all the way up to that the tower. No whatever reason why, but just being on a tower. I'm like, all right, sure. He showed Bonnie. Bonnie's a firewoman, which I'm really happy with with her. And she's like playing basketball, kicking
4: ass. Yeah.
3: And she gets down the tower. He leaves, she leaves. She kind of senses her. And we kind of just cut to a hospital bed and the beeping of a machine yeah. and fisk alive. Or in a coma, presumably with something over his over his things. Kevin, what are your thoughts at the end of the first episode? Yo,
4: I wanted to see how Fisk give you survive or not. I'm glad they touched yes. that there. But um you know I guess it was just a shot to the eye. It looked like it, or or whatever the case is. Um, and he's alive. I'm like, whoa, what happened here? What what what's going on? And and they kind of going to show what happened to a point. Because remember, we saw when we saw Hawkeye, we just saw them in the shadow as the camera singer pulled away and we saw the shadow. And we're assuming here gunshots. So we're assuming a shot either to the chest or to the head. So I figured it'll be something to the body where he might have survived. I didn't know it's going to be to the face, the eye until that episode. And going back there, going re, going backwards, when I thought saw Biscuits talking about Billy Jack and talking to him like a person, like I said, is he, is there a, spiritual connection is there something where you know my i wouldn't be surprised that the dog is going to be something with power like you said avenger type quality where the dog and, the, and him are going to have some type of connection where we're going to see oh damn this because remember we didn't see him as a child biscuit was was out of the was just named in that opening scene so yeah. they kind of made it in point oh this is biscuit but then when they show him physically your know, looks could be deceiving because we we know that he's the main man of the show it's one of the best characters that we gravitate to so I like the way they introduced that. Also, when the grandmother don't want to, you know, don't want to tell the grandmother that she's in town. Also, the sister, also the sister, aka cousin, not to tell the town, and she gives him a lot of money. Even in the Marvel universe, cash is king. Everything else could take a hike. And and I, and I was and I found that a little bit funny. There, she gives him money to keep silence and gets and. And, of course, she's going to go see her uncle. I was like, yo, Chucky. That was Chuck E. Cheese, Dave and Buster, all in one. I'm like, yo, I want to go. Sk- I feel like, yo, I got to go get me a pair of sk- I got to get me go pair of skates. I got to go skating.
3: <laughs> it's a cool yeah. place. Your thoughts?
2: No, I will say I love that place. I, I definitely want to do some laser tech soon. Um, But, no, nah, for this episode, I do like that we definitely saw, like, the villain side of Maya. And, like, it is kind of cool that... um. Now that you mentioned it, like you made the distinction of like, Maya's kind of the villain and Echo's kind of the hero. Yeah. And so, like I said, you see the villain side of her in this episode and that she's focused mainly on power and not so much protecting her family. Like she's not concerned about them at all. Right now. So.
3: And it's kind of sad that way. Also, shout out to Vicky is a person that texted Saying that it is the bounty for the King Killer still out there. The King Killer, yeah. And shout out to Vicky. He was the, he was the main villain in Van Wilder freshman year. I think was Van
2: Wilder
3: freshman year. I think? Uh, yeah, best guy ever. I like him. Shout out to Vicky. He should like Biscuit should be in the Avengers, and later on I'm gonna say Vicky should be with with you know with Zemo. He's he he was the guy. He's the guy. But we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Now we're going to the episode two, ladies and gentlemen. Two. Episode two, which is called Lowak which is a wonderful thing. I'm going to put it right here right now. Got little things in the background. Now, we start in 1200 AD, exactly, somewhere in Kansas. And we find out there there's a Choctaw stickball, which is kind of like rugby, football, and very violent. Now, Choctaw people were up by five, kicking everybody's ass. Main, main person is Lowak. Wonderful woman, athletic. Anything else? Then they go to the back. Who's roided up? All right, it's time. It's time for you to get that twenty million dollars worth of money, boy. Get up. So he gets up, and this big roided guy comes out of nowhere and just dominates the field. And I love how they start. It's like basketball, where the old guy goes in the middle and throws the ball up, but they're all like doing this at the same time to try to yeah. catch the ball, to put it in there, and then run to the other place. The big guy is dominating in the beginning. It goes from five to one. The the to, to eight to the seven and then it's tied nine to nine. We find out this is not a normal match. Whoever loses gets banished from the lands, which is scary to realize that the people that were there in the beginning, basically the beginning of time, which is Choc does are going to be banished from America. We're going to go to Canada or Mexico. I mean, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. But I think so. during the final, the final mm-hmm. skirmish after, and by the way, Lowak was very bratty, like Ah, I'm going to lose. Like, he's got like chill the, chill out. We're going to freaking win here. All right, get your head in the game. She, as I like to call it, the Jordan moment. Mm-hmm. She's in the ball right there just doing it. And she's like, and then she gets a vision of Chafa. And then she gets the inspiration, does a Captain American move, basically just a nice little roll flip over the whole group and wins. That's awesome. It was it was awesome. We cut to Maya is enlisting Biscuits help. I need this on the list. And I said, get the money. He goes to the grandpa and says, I need a camera. Oh, something small? No. Smaller? No. Small, small. Okay, I got it. All right, cool. So he gets all the stuff out there. He's still freaking out. I think this is the episode where he's trying to sell his PlayStation. No, that's yeah. after. That was after. No, that was I do after.
2: love what um, yeah. Scully says. He's like, he specifically says, like, this is some militia, militia type shit here. Yeah. Like, like, like why do you want yeah. this? He's
3: <laughs> <Right. It's> like, <laughs> why do you have it? He's like, don't, question, don't ask no damn questions. Just shut up. You know, okay. It's also a yeah. and a pawn place, and they they accept gift cards. We cut. We get to everything else. I mean, it's really a very a very train episode. She gets all the equipment. She gets on the train. She finds out that fish fish shipping is in Oklahoma, and she just wants to. She needs to get on the train. That's her purpose. That's her mission. Just to get on the train. At a, at a, after everything else that's happened, she gets on the train.
1: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I did love the cinematography there that while she's running, you hear nothing but her heartbeat. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's a freaking roaring train. She dodges the guards and everything else. She gets to, uh px987 the the crate gets inside and we're thinking when we both saw it okay she's gonna steal something she's there to steal something from fist get the, the, the better hand the better thing but then she leaves they cut to it and then they cut her getting out of it and she has nothing on her nope. no satchel no book bag no nothing I'm like okay if she took something what the hell is it and then she's like woohoo i'm the best ah yeah because she was really happy getting the hell out of there she tripped. Because at the same time before this happened, they showed a very long pause of the connecting thing of the train. They mm-hmm. showed it a little bit too long. Yeah. Right, tak-lak, right. Tak-lak. So when they went back to it, she fell and slipped. And I'm glad they, they, they this is the metal one, that the connector crushed her, her, her metal, metal leg, her metal foot. And at that moment, in a time of need, Loak and Chaffa came in and her hands started glowing out of nowhere like what the hell yeah and at that moment she either and she had, she didn't have the strength of captain america say like that but air quotes her. um but she timed it enough to get it off her foot mm-hmm. and it still worked i don't know how i don't know how biology works ladies and gentlemen but if you get crushed by a metal thing it's destroyed so whatever metal her foot is is pretty badass like iron man armor you need to market that honestly Infecto, and as she's limping, she jumps off the train. This is this is the most craziest part though. Biscuits, they have a tracker on each other. Like follow the tracker, find me biscuits. Biscuits gets lost, and then out of nowhere, she he gets the ping, sees the train on the left, and as I told you, he's about to take a hard left. <clears throat> Takes a hard ass left, goes straight to the train. And then he gets on, he doesn't get on the tracks. I'm thinking get on the tracks, but that's gonna mess up your tires and mess up your well, axle. It was, it was
2: cool what she did too. Yeah. She like stuck the. I was wondering why she did this. She stuck like the wrench or something in the gear so that it would. She would he would see her. Yeah, because she was like waiting for her ride. Like come get me, bro. Yeah,
3: I'm already. So, hurry up, hurry up. And then I did like also the fact that it wasn't a straight jump shot. It was a it was an angle shot. She had to jump and then go hard left and then make it just to make it and then she did and she used her foot too she used a broken foot kind of like a like a like a pirate stab or like buck and then rolled into it and biscuits is like oh no i think i killed my cousin oh no <laughs> exactly Biscuits had a lot of explaining to do we we'll get to that soon mm-hmm. but he stops the car first thing he does is to check on the dog are you okay all right you're cool all right now let's check on my i'm okay and they did it so like, right cool thank you biscuits Biscuits is freaking out because now he has to get back. That's his grandma's truck, by the way, who's, who is also a postal person. And so he has to explain how the truck got messed up and everything else. We then cut to where that, again, the train left.
1: Mm.
3: We then cut to New York City. We cut to a guy named Thomas Zane. Was Zane Thomas, more like that. And he's like, all right, is the ship in here? All right, that's all. This all good. Let's go. We're going to go outside. And as he goes outside, they open up the package that Maya opened to. And then we saw there's a nice little chemical thing a la Die Hard 3. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets that reference. You know what I mean? And then everything in that freaking factory, you know what I mean? Everything in that factory just blows the hell up except for Zane and his co- and his cohort. He gets up all pissed off and it ends it right there.
2: I thought she was just going to, like, s- spray paint a message on a train car. Yeah, because she
3: did a message. Now, your thoughts on this episode as a whole? Because it was a really short episode. It was really mm-hmm. just a
2: train episode yeah i mean there's the action sequence was really cool um this is where we realized it started to feel like a video game kind of like the way it was mm-hmm. the show was set up but i will say like the scene where she's jumping from the car like it the the one shot doesn't even do it justice like you think that the car is almost directly behind it but it, it's like here's the car and then here's the train like she did a yeah. diagonal jump yeah. so that was impressive which was awesome. So, I, I liked the episode overall. It was
3: pretty cool. Little added on thing there too. Chula finds out, the grandma finds out that Maya's in town and Biscuits being Biscuits finds out that he's in town because after all this happened, I forgot to say this, Biscuits is on the radio saying, I got a semi brand new or mint condition brand new PS, uh, I think it was PS3 or PS4. PS4. Not P- PS PS. It was PS4. PS, no, PS3. PS3 for like $125. Okay, $100. All right, anyone can pick this up. And then this the body's like, What are you doing? Why are you selling your pay station? Oh, I need it because of this. They're like, Why'd you broke the car? Uh, My, what what'd you say, Maya? Uh, 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 I can't, I can't hear you. Like, that doesn't work that way. And then he takes up. So th- those two are realizing it. Kevin, your thoughts?
4: Yeah, this episode I like because it because it showed what was Maya's mission at back home in her and of course and by the way who the hell kept the lights on in that place all those years there were 20 years gone and and not even an ounce of dust i got to find out who was their housekeeper because man he got 20 years that place was was pretty much clean it was a little it, it needed a fresh coat of paint but i digress um to see her mission statement wanting to take down the kingpin empire her uncle not a good idea. Don't bring a war to this territory. Again, Maya didn't care about like you said earlier, didn't care about her family. It was just her personal vendetta. Her 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 own she didn't give zero care about her family. That's why and I like that this this episode mentioned that or unfolded why she was there. And we'll see it at the end that it was to bomb him and, and take the armory down of, of the kingpin of all his weapons and whatever was being manufactured out of mm-hmm. um Oklahoma. I also like the fact that she's putting her cousin on a mission, gives him a boatload of money. Like like you mentioned, oh, this is some militia crazy stuff. And I like that they introduced the grandfather back into it. He's the guy who would run the pawn shop, fixing things. At that point, he finds out Maya's back, and and why? Well, because eventually, because of the leg crush, because Biscuit brings the leg and he starts to fix it for her. Yeah. I like the fact that he goes. Does don't tell Bonnie that because she's gonna be heartbroken. Also telling him, you know, this truck belongs to Grandma. I, you know, it's a postal. All the little different details explaining in that episode all the different details at the moment. I like the fact with where when she when like you mentioned jumping from train to train, getting stuck. I know we we see her on powers unlocking now. <laughs> she was held back currently. bent on uh, it's
3: really funny. That was like a
4: little bent because her her knees bent. Let me ask this here: Was that adrenaline or was it a power, supernatural power? You know, because they yeah. say when you have adrenaline, people could pull pull up cars above your head, and of course she separated the train. We seen that there—a little bit of realism with a little of fantasy at the same time. There, I like that. I like the fact that when she had to make a decision, there's a damn tunnel coming up. And biscuit, biscuit is going nine, and like you going in there, you pushing that damn truck fast, yeah. and you're going to that wall, of the tunnel, and then that's that whole action scene when she jumps, like you said, curve, and then he just cur- turns it hard, and, and the dog, and I love it. He didn't give a care about. He cared about the dog, Billy, yeah. Jack, and I was like, oh, that's so cool, yeah. man, and you know, man and best friend. But all than that, yo, this episode set it up. Um, right now when she blow, when he she blows up all his stuff, they didn't know he still. He don't, she don't know he's alive. Don't know if there's going to be any retaliation. She thinks that she just really crippled that whole organization there. And I don't know if she sent that it was over in her mind at that point. Like, I blew them up. They got blown up. Maybe yeah. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to leave here. I'm just going to disappear. We don't know because she. we don't know what she's thinking at that moment to set up for the next episodes coming up. So I'm like, okay, the plot is going to thicken. But at least we find out why she was there and how Manny, her uncle, didn't want that war to come to the city there. And then, like yeah. you said, Biscuit spilled the beans about selling his PlayStation Desperate desperation. Um, and just, why didn't you just go back to Maya and say, yo, I need money to fix this car. I mean, yeah. she, she just gave you a boatload of cash. Why didn't you just go ask her to, go, to get more money to fix the bumper instead of selling your PlayStation? And then he spilled the beans about Maya being there. It's like, oh, here you go. Oh my God. So that that I like that cliffhanger and set it up. And then we're ready to go to the next uh, episodes there. True.
3: And the next episode is called "Tuklo," and this is based in the 1800s. was based in real life story of the light horsemen. Now, the light horsemen were made after criminals would go into native lands to do ransacking, and the words I can't say it in YouTube because they would strike me. But they made their own police force. The the every other tribe around the nations in the northwest and southwest to govern themselves, control alcohol make sure people were doing the right things, make sure no one was getting hurt, and everything else. Now, we get to Tuklo, who's the daughter of a light horseman. That's her father. And she wants to be like her father. She has a force unlike her own. Nice little Easter egg that we both saw. During Mm the 1800s, they made it black and white, obviously. They made it more cinematic style. While every time they were talking, the father would talk, and there would be a sun symbol in the top. Right? Then, when Tuklo would talk, there would be a sap sucker, the hummingbird. There, that thing was like, no, the the, the woodpecker. Mm-hmm. woodpecker. There, so we kind of because in every episode, there's always a woodpecker. In the second episode, there was a woodpecker mm-hmm. during the time that she was doing the stick thing. It came out of nowhere and then left real freaking quick. In this one, the woodpecker is a representation of the symbol in the in the in the audio text, which is fine. I like that. That's a nice little nice little thing. She tells her, "You can never be." A light horseman, women are here to protect while we defend. And she tells him, how, like, how can I ever love something if I can't protect it? She goes to a river that's a real river near Kansas, near the Choctaw Reserve. And she sits there and reflects. As as my girlfriend and wonderful co-host brought up, she senses something. And she looks up into the sky as this is happening. They, the, the father and a group are going checking some criminals and they found out it's a trap. And they're getting shot down by the enemies. Tukla being on a horse, mind you, gets her ass all the way over there to her father, and with hawkeye accuracy, if not bullseye accuracy, which we'll understand why I bring that word up later, knocks out all the guys. Boom, boom, boom. But before that, she braided her hair because all the Choctaw warriors would braid their hair to represent warriors. She did all that, and she was happy. Easter egg for you, and if you if you remember the episode, and you remember this too, mm-hmm. her eyes are as black as night. You can't see anything, and and then we saw a picture of her in color, and you can barely see her eyes too. So before we continue, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the history of the Light Horsemen and the origin of Tukla? Of Tukla,
4: Yeah, I I enjoy that there, especially when he said women women give life, men takes so yeah. it, it it's it it come that those exact same phrase talks talks about it later we're going to talk about that later in the episode that was an important phrase and an important um lesson that Tokla got from her father or or their beliefs of of their of their customs i love the gac when you braid your hair you're a warrior bringing into that light and and they're serving a purpose i like that she connected with these with the earth when she was when she heard heard the bird and got into that zone like you said the eyes blacked out because she got connected knowing the sign of danger she went to help and and she just that black it, it symbols us um like when you black out and you focus on something like, like you said earlier in that episode prior, when they were playing that lacrosse game, that she zoned out. She focused, like you said, had a Jordan moment, and she she see and she That's a, another reference of zoning out and focusing on the big task at hand. And her was to save her father, save her from from the danger or her or her people at that time from that danger on those on those valiants going out there and setting that trap. So it showed that there. I like that part there, and also. Talking about you know the little bit of it's not exactly accurate, but the history there was there was vigilanteism back then, showing that there. So I I appreciated that that setup there for the opening sequence of this episode. And,
2: Thoughts? Yeah, I will say I really liked the significance of Toklo braiding her hair, knowing that it was something that only the men were allowed to do at that time, and she chose to do that and i actually like thinking about it now i think it really kind of intertwines with the theme of the you know echo and everything and how her ancestry is kind of woven together in that way um and then also it's really cool you mentioned like them being warriors and getting into that state and like it it's kind of kind of like a flow state you know like when you're in that fighting and you just it's like autonomous all trains in yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I like yes, that. my girl watches
3: anime. It's yes, he enough. has me watching that. Now, <laughs> yeah. now to get off two little side things, Scully, Scully, uh Chula visits Scully's in the pawn shop. Asked about, you know, uh, did Maya come over here? And that's that's after he fixed the the leg thing. He the nice little golden thing that had the symbol. The Choctaw people on, on the front was very really beautiful. Um, Scully tells Maya, and, it's, and, and you can see, like, they broke up for a long period of time, probably after Taloa died. So mm-hmm. he's horny, and she's like, I don't want none of that. I don't want you humping my leg verbatim. So he's like, he tells her, look, why don't you just talk to Maya? Like, all you ever do is talk. How about you just listen and just actually just listen to her and listen to what she has to say? And you know, oh, you're just a holy dog. Like, look,
2: she just no, she didn't say anything. She just got up and stormed off. She's like, oh, yes, okay.
3: Maya in her room has a sh- has a sudden vision of Chafa, Loak, and Tuklo, and a little bit of another one, mm-hmm. right? But then at the same time, while this vision is happening, there is a a woodpecker, a, a sapsucker, passing by. So it's 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 like her own version of Spidey Sense, mm-hmm. which I do mm-hmm. love. That like mm-hmm. bah, bah, bah. something bad is happening to you. Or someone that you love, so you need to get out of here. That's a nice little Spider-Man thing. At the same time, it happened. Fuck, she got kidnapped. Got mm-hmm. got um, you know, everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and everything is happening. Vicky ensures someone that she's here. Come to Oklahoma. Come pick it up. In comes Zane, and we find out that Zane's part of the Black Knights Club, which comic book wise is Bullseye's Club. Again. That is, that is comic book accurate. So let's just go off that. Bullseye character from Daredevil. Bullseye character well connected with Punisher. So let's mm-hmm. just really play play around with that, ladies and gentlemen. He comes in. Zane's like, okay, where's the girl? Oh, the girl's locked up. They locked her up with two girls. And I did like the little thing there that Zane, uh, Vicky and the, the skinny girl had a same kitty cat tattoo. I don't know if that's connected anyway, but yeah. either way. The other one, who I guess clearly didn't remember that she's deaf, kept on like, can you hear me? You're like, no, she can't hear you. She's deaf. Like, what, what's wrong with you? Zane tells Vicky, we don't have the money on me right now, but if you show us, the person we will give it to you, which is a smart villain tactic. You just don't go to a meeting with the money. Like, if the thing is there, I will get the money and I will mm-hmm. give it to you. But I want to see the goods first. There is some honor among thieves. Vicky thinks he's in control, tells Tells the uh, tells go get Maya, but that's that's another thing altogether. Uncle Henry's there, locked like tied up. Bonnie tries to go to the front door, m- m- gets it there, ah, It's locked goes around the back, goes to Uncle Henry. They see that someone's coming in, so they 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 uh, they unlock Uncle Henry. Uncle Henry tells Bonnie, Oh, everything's fine, but at the same time, is sign languaging, get out of here now. She sees that doesn't question, like a smart person, all right, I'm out of here, and just get the hell out. But she gets picked up too. She gets thrown in. Maya gets a nice little flabbergasted face. We get to see Bonnie and Maya, right? Bonnie can't really talk to Maya because Maya doesn't read lips as well. And I get that. That happens. We go a little bit more. Vicky is freaking out because he's like, where's my money? He's like, we're not giving you the fucking money. And at that time, Maya, sign languages, sign languages, freaking Bonnie, I'm going to punch you in the face. And we are argued with that because that was like, I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. give me a second to freaking let me process that. Yeah. That happened. No warning. No warning. They get out. Then this is something that was not really explained, but was really cool. <clears throat> Maya basically makes a freaking rivet gun out of parts never explained how she knew that okay let's go <laughs> so she made a gun, shot the lights turned it off but maybe even using the powers of of tuclo there because tuclo is a killer crack shot the girl comes in gets shot repeatedly with rivets and ladies and gentlemen i've been hit with a rivet it's not a all-around pain it's the pain where it hits you and then the curve so if you get hit in the rib, you're gonna feel that pain and a curve. It, it's just tremendous, mind-numbing pain that never goes away. So getting hit with face, boo 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 and chest right here
2: in the sternum and
3: sternum, and they get kicked in the face. She's out, done. Maya sends a picture of that woman to Vicky saying, "You're next." The girl sees it. Her his accomplice. Uh, I think I have something to do in the parking lot. I'm gonna whoop, and she gets the hell out of here. They said, you know, let her go. She's she she knows what's up. Vicky's like, well, you know, we, we kind of confirmed that she's here. Can I get the money? You know, let's take it out. Like, and now I did love the the thing that said Zane's like, well, we're we gonna take him out. Let's take him out. And he jumps over the railing. and gets shot multiple times. It head's upside down. Looks like something out of out of the forest. R.I.P. Vicky. Should have been should have been with with Thanos and should have been with Zemo. He would have survived. What are your thoughts on that as a whole, Cardala? Up to that point of Vicky's death, RIP R. R. Vicky.
2: Um, I will say I like that, you know, in the beginning of the episode when Echo, or uh, when Maya is like standing at the lake and then she starts feeling that kind of spidey sense and mm-hmm. her ancestors are like screaming at her like, hey, something's about to happen. Um, And then I like the part where, when after Bonnie gets captured, which like she was, she was good at catching on, but she wasn't subtle enough that no. like the, the the one girl like noticed. Yeah. So like if she had
3: been a Thank little bit more Thank swamp, she yeah. might have
2: gotten away the with it. The skinny
3: noticed it like
2: and then immediately followed her down. Yeah. And then Bonnie didn't even try to wait. <laughs> she just like was like, <laughs> Oh, let's go. And yeah, so that didn't work out. But I like the part where Bonnie's like thrown into the closet and she like turns around all pissed off, probably trying to like find something to get herself out. Yeah. And she sees Maya, and her face just like drops. So I like that part a lot.
3: That's true. Your thoughts, Kevin?
4: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's that part where you said the warning, was you know she hasn't interpreted yet. She's getting the signs of of the woodpecker coming out like a it like a spidey sense, a warning. Yeah. Seeing the visions, still don't know what why she's getting visions of her, of these ancestral insect <clears throat> I, I got tongue-tied. Her ancestors mm-hmm. there at the moment and she didn't she didn't notice that she's and that's slowly but surely going to evolve in her to wake something up we already know that she's got some type of homing issue where or oh, is she could she's focused she could like you said bullseye like she could go in there and she's an assassin focus on shooting with the rivet gun she's because she was trained already we know that prior in the hawkeye series how she is a hell of a shot she knows how she's a good markswoman and she was shooting in with a rivet gun like whoa she really she did some MacGyver stuff in that, in that episode there, you know, she just made up up there. And then I like when she signed and she's going to punch her cousin in the face and just went, whack, you know, just punched her. Like, why, you, you know, kind of like, what the hell you, why did you come here? That was to me. I felt like that. I said, te why are you nosy here? You should have stayed, stayed over there, over there. So you, you got it. So also for those other two, especially that lady, I think that woman, there's going to be something later down the skinny lady that left. I think there's going to yeah. be something with her later down the road because For her to just leave like that, and you said whatever that tattoo is probably is for a gang or a member, like you said, where the other guy was from the Bullseye Club, where maybe she's another rival or another another villain that they're going to introduce later down the road. So that's always Easter eggs to be continued. Um, Vicky got what he deserved. He got shot. He got done for, for yeah. Chota. There you go. You bought now. You messed up. Also, you're gonna mess up that nice skating ring and and all the other yeah. stuff that comes with it. You deserve it. You deserve it.
3: That's true. We continue on a little bit more where Echo does get away, and Echo is still going through the laser team. Henry, which I do love this little thing here too, where Henry is like, "Look, I got nothing to do with this. Like, but let's give it a hell out of here." But at certain points after Vicky got murdered and they focused on his face which i did love that little very netflix um then dragula by rob bud zombie song came on and then mm-hmm. my, i did like the the the, the when this is the i wish i had a reaction of this when she heard that she's like oh cool when i heard that like oh shit!" i, at
2: you and I you was really like, like
3: yeah like shit's about to go down and i did <laughs> love that they took him they took to the electrical box they and he in my I I'd already booby trapped that and I did like a little detail that when he opened the box, Henry and I noticed that again. Henry looked at the box, looked at it for a second, and then looked at the guy who was about to touch it. I'm like, and they they told her don't do that because he knew that she was was booby trapped.
1: Mm.
3: Boom, and then the fight started. I did not know. My girlfriend reminded me that he she, that Echo has a knife in her boot, so that's why certain attacks are very bloody. And there was blood on the ball there's blood on the floor mm. now here's a nice little fight too he, she came through the keep america skate again sign mm. and you and yeah. we both saw this slid and then then grabbed the guy's head and smacked it on the floor which made blood come out we did see that two little wonderful things and you you said that too the guys on the freaking uh on the ice rink table thing and he gets kicked i don't know why you're doing up there why, for no yeah. yeah why are you doing over there she gets manhandled onto a pinball machine, does a nice little leg, does a nice little leg, uh, triangle on the guy, gets out of it, and does one of the most. And I'm gonna say, this, if people in the wrestling should know this, the most perk angle, German suplex, yes, high angle I've ever seen in my fucking life. And if people who know what perk angle is, you know yeah. who the hell I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Okay, we continue on. Nice little fight in there and everything else. But at the end, they get caught. They get stopped. Zayn is pissed the fuck off. He's like, all right, I'm just going to kill you. I'm going to kill him. And at the moment, he's, he's about to kill Maya. Yeah. In, in a New York minute, everything can change. He's like, um, uh, uh, uh hello? Um, uh, yeah, 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 I'm right here with the, but, um, but, and you see him like, Machinating his hand like, all right, let's get out of here. Let's go. 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 And I, I, and I'm like, that, oh, okay. So we both thought, who the hell was that? But we get to that in a second. Henry's like, we barely survived this. Like, ah, oh, someone wants to call. They called us. Who the hell do you think it was? While he's like, get the hell out of here. You're gonna murder more people. Leave Maya. Maya goes back to the it says, to her cabin, to her house, and who comes out of the shadow? But fucking kingpin with a freaking eye patch. She is shocked. And she is shocked and just ptsd Kevin, your thoughts on the episode at the end.
4: Yeah, I thought he was I, is he she's just hallucinating? Because remember, she's seen visions of her ancestors. So I, I so I don't know if that was for real or was yeah. that you know at you know at real time or, or just her hallucinating, thinking that's you know, Kingpin coming out. I'm like, is that real there? And then just stand there, that classic epic cliffhanger, them standing and facing each other, and then but when what makes me think no because for him to just not kill them, and he gets the New York call and stop. Only a person with that kind of power, like a kingpin, will make a from from you know stopping you from getting killed after all that trouble that she put you through. And you're and he's gonna say no, don't do nothing. I was like, oh well, yeah, this is real. At the, you know when when that episode finished, I was like, before the new one started, I was like, damn, is that real? Is that her thinking or hallucinating? But I don't know. Only only him with that power could stop it. And I love the fighting scene, like you said. the 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 pinball with the kirk angle german suplex phenomenal job it was a high angle oh my god
3: i had to tell my girlfriend like there's two of german suplexes there's a german suplexes where you get them like on their shoulder and there's a high angle one where the neck is just destroyed
2: yeah yeah the best part is that like prior to like this scene in this episode he was saying like oh i don't really know if i like her character like you know mm. you were kind of saying like she's kind of bratty little yeah, she's like, kind of bratty. whatever she like all of this and then once she did that it was like oh you know I like her. I like the once they played that plus the Rob Zombie song like yeah like, that, like, oh, that helped a lot
4: that helped a lot that that really it set up I mean it, it touched the emotional aspect of the of a fighting scene you know like if you were to if you were to ask yourself if i really want to go to get it going down and i'm putting on the headphones or walkman you that's one of the songs you want to put on your track list yeah. and you want to go and go kick ass so i exactly. love that that aspect and it and check the box there you know if you if you know i love that part i also enjoyed the uncle like he you know he's like i didn't want this come to come to blows to my town but i'm in it now let's go you know what yeah, and and then for Maya, Maya was gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna leave because they let me go here. They gave me a second chance. I just leave, let me leave town. I already caused enough trouble. I'm, I was asking myself who's gonna help? Who the hell's gonna pay for the damn repairs now in the damn uh, skating nope. rink? Uh, there's a,
3: nice a nice little thing here. There's a nice little. i forgot to say this. Thank you for, thank, Sorry about that, Kevin. Um, no. there's a nice little thing here as well. When the episode started. Uncle Henry's crew, but he's a, is in charge with Fisk shipping as well. He said, yes. Look, I'll, well I'll, I'll take the I'll take the hit from this. You guys are not gonna get in trouble that we did this everything by the book. We did not know this was gonna happen. I'll take the hit. So he knew, and his crew knew at the same time, like, yo, we're doing illegal things, and something illegal just happened, and something like, Are we gonna die? No, you're good, you're good. So I love that Uncle, Uncle Henry in his own world is an underboss mm-hmm. for Fisk, at least in, in Oklahoma. At least of that point, kept everything good. We continue on. It's episode four, Taloa. And this is in 2008. Now, obviously, a year after her, her, uh, Maya's mother died, and a year after the father went to New York and joined the tracksuit track mafia, we see that uh, Fisk is waiting in the truck, waiting in his car, and waiting for Maya to get ice cream. Like, she just got out of, like, whatever, and she's going to ask for ice cream, and and she's, and she's saying, like, she wants, like, something like i want this he's like and the guy's like pointing it out like she's trying to tell her she's trying to tell him in sign language and even tell him in visual aid like i want this i'll get the hell out of here whatever and another detail i didn't notice this this can shakes when he did that hmm. just a little bit just a little like a little shake i'm like mm, oh is that right and then she, my gets in the car is like oh, i don't get no ice cream he's like oh I'll be right back and there's an ASL translator in there, too, by the way, mm-hmm. in, the, in the car. I didn't know that he was, he was in the corner. Mm-hmm. He gets out just basically, and again, another wrestling, wrestling reference. Uh, WGW, the Giant versus Rey Mysterio, which basically just threw his ass everywhere and just murdered him with his big, gigantic hands. Once again, I had to explain. I didn't have to explain, but I love to explain to my girlfriend this little fun fact that she didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Kingpin is basically 90% muscle. 90 to 95 percent muscle. He was a big boy. He was a very big boy. But after time, he didn't like to be called fat, so he just trained constantly. And he is a bare knuckle brawler and fighter, like Kingpin, like um, like Daredevil's dad. So they're both a fighter and all muscle. That's why in a good in a good callback to Hawkeye, when she got when he got shot with a freaking arrow in the heart, he looked at her like bitch. And just broke it off because it wasn't going to do anything. And at the same time, Hawkeye shot him with five explosions that went one way and another way. And he still got up, got shot in the eye. We'll talk about that in a second. And still survived. So that's the durability of Kingpin. But he has a, fra- he has a, a fragile side. Because when he did that, he called whoever he called, probably his lawyer or the, suit or the, the guy who makes suits and says, I need a new suit. I don't want Maya to see this. Mm-hmm. I don't need her to see this. Now, Maya's there, and he tells her, without sign languaging it, like, you don't need to see this. You need to get out of here. Her first response was go to him and start kicking his ass. Because I'll be like, I want some ice I want some ice cream. This is your fault, not mine. And then he felt some kinship with her, like a surrogate daughter. And then we go to where we are now. Guards come from behind her, because, again, she's freaking deaf and doesn't really hear. Guards behind her, they rustle her, and then... With the easiest of if a feather touched the touched the water, she put and I, I said that too. He put the 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 we call that the um, contact the nice. contact. Yeah, like so easy. Like I'm like oh wow. Like people fight for hours for that, but okay, you did like it's nothing. Okay, cool, whatever. And then we find that he get gifted her and speak to ASL machine basically. Now before we continue question smart idea by fisk or just lazy because he didn't want to learn asl it's been 17 years since he's met her
1: judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
2: it's my little escape
1: now judy's the life of the party
2: oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon
1: whoa take it easy judy
2: Sorry, sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: I'm uh, just, just you know what? I appreciate he went for the AI. He took a long time to to design it. I mean, yeah. he, He's a kingpin. He you know distracted. how much he put... I mean, he whoever, decide, decided, whoever, decided it, whoever designed them, it for, whoever decided for him. And yeah. engineers, because if we see the Spider-Man comics, he has Smite and, and others. We're engineers that work yeah. for him. But, you know, talk about being a kingpin. You can market that and make so much money with that invention you know so that's why i saw it as a business aspect he's probably testing it out there he I makes mean, it going to make money cuz remember he's a kingpin he's got to make money and keep his empire going he's all about making money and profits now what i wanted to talk about was the 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 scene there with the ice cream man he was yeah. so rude you know it's light. it's an enlightenment of people who don't understand people with disabilities mm-hmm. they they don't it from from deaf mute autism or even asperger's don't even understand how to deal with a person Sometimes it frustrates or or gets that person, the vic- or not the victim, the person that's not understand that frustration. I kind of see that there, why Kingpin got bothered, ticked him off there with the hand like when he was a child. He went back to when he was a child, again, if you know his origin story, yeah. the abuse. Then he, And I like the fact that he didn't want the young child to see his that side and went around the corner and just annihilated him, I mean, bludgeon him. And, of course, they didn't want her to see her, him bleeding with the blood around him and what he's done but then as a child she goes curious the curiosity of a child went to go see you saw maya like you said the evil side or the villain side enjoy the guy getting beat up yeah you didn't give me no freaking ice cream you deserve it and then he goes she goes and kicks him he identified with her right there like i wanted to do if i was a child i had to, i wish i had someone to protect me or watch over me so i could do that to my father to be kicked when he was when I was younger you know or, or I felt I could, I she, he identified with her with that being um miscast or outcast at that moment so i guess i i, I appreciated that from that aspect that they are they're joining that forming that bond together there um someone that understands him because we saw that with Vanessa in the in the later in the Netflix series she understood him with that painting remember that painting yeah. that is that 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 he falls in love because it looks like the wall that the father made him look at many times so she had so she understood him now another female young lady understood them there so i and so at that point i was like i I could get where he gets close to maya but then i had that question i asked i wanted to ask this one where was vanessa that that oh that right there triggered me as well what
3: happened to her Mm. that's true yeah because she was still with and then they did just acknowledge that all the netflix shows are all canon from so yeah, where was yeah where the hell was Vanessa? Because in Hawkeye, that was 2024, 2024, 2025 early. So at that time, Daredevil uh, Daredevil has already happened. He already lost Vanessa, and Punisher has already whooped his ass. So at that time, yeah, what was Vanessa? And why was he eating without like hey Vanessa? This is my surrogate daughter, Maya, that I've been right. taking care of. Super nice person. Like, that's the question. I, w- were you ashamed? Were you just ashamed of showing Maya to Vanessa? That's the question. Another another question back at you. Like, that's a good point. Like, you had a be- shitload of ASL interpreters, but only one Vanessa. Let me ask this.
4: Could it be that he didn't want Vanessa to think that? Maybe Vanessa could have children and right. by him being, lo- um, showing his love to a child kind of felt takeaway or jealousy yeah. because
3: it could be that, uh, I, I, I don't know. Just hypothetical. That's a good point. It's sad to think about that, but that's true. But we get to that. we get to that. We're on the fifth episode because it a really good yeah. yeah. into more spirituality. Now, when they get there, he gives her a bottle of wine, says, open it up and, do, and he, she immediately dumps it. It's a, it's a Lafitte. We find out it ranges from $300 to $20,000. So, and Fisk never, never looks for it. He always gets recommendations. Another call back to when he was with Vanessa and his lawyer or his best, like his assistant said, look, you need to say this, 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 right. and Correct. she'll like it. And then she's like, I think your, I think your assistant should be here instead of you. because I like him more than you right now. Cause he's like, he's awesome. i like, oh shit. So fisk was a little pissed off about that but again he was out of good terms then they had some nice little levine cookies from new york they talked he did tell her that i will give you my organization i will give you my empire just come home you have a day Mm -hmm. to decide okay sure and when the next day maya went to henry and told her about the proposition he says hell with that you're crazy she gets a vision at the same exact time chula at the Powwow, Chakta Powwow Festival gets a vision as well. We get another vision of a time that we've never seen before. Someone was, someone was getting sprinkled with water in a field in a forest. Someone was giving birth. And Maya, Henry sees this. And his first instinct was not take her to the hospital because she's having like an epileptic seizure. No, take her to Chula. Just dropped her off. See ya. And he left. I love that little instinct. Like, oh, my job is like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Boom. It's like a guy going to the Walmart to buy period uh, stuff. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. That's just me. Now we go a little bit more. Chula explains that, again, we find out the bloodline is connected to, to, to the first Choctaw woman, which is Chafa. She explains that, that these are visions connected to all our ancestors. Maya is still mad at Chula for abandoning her after her mother's death. And Chula kind of admits that she messed up, but kind of doesn't because he was setting her ways. They were both stubborn. The mother must have skipped the generation of stubbornness because she was the nicest one. She was. So, Maya, the, that night, Maya goes to Fisk Hotel with the intention of killing him, mind you. He goes over there. He has his back turned. He turns around. He says, "Look, I know you want to come in. Is like just if you want to do this, then here." He brings out a box. And throughout this whole time, we never see—and this is a nice little detail that I have to say. This we never see Fisk cufflinks, the cufflinks that his dad had, the ones that he kept to remind mm. him of what his dad did. The ones that Kate from Hawkeye threw at the at the bombs and threw at him. There's a ring now, and I kind of realized that. Like, yeah, so the ring that he has on now might be the new cufflinks, kind of like re- like remembers his father because of that. He gives him a box and it's a ball pan hammer. Now, before people were going to watch this, be like, Well, in, in Daredevil, nah, nah, nah. okay, please, give give a second, okay?
4: Mm-hmm. All right. I'm glad you're saying in that.
3: the Daredevil series, Fisk did kill his father with a normal hammer with a hook in the back. In this series, he has a ball pen hammer. Now, we saw a video right now that kind of explained that a hammer of the hook is meant to take out things and to destroy, right? But a ball a ball pen hammer is meant to weld, seal, and forge it and make something with it. So maybe in a manipulation type of way, the ball pen hammer represented how he can control Maya with this hammer. You can forge her into the way you wanted it instead of the hammer that he killed his father with, which was meant to destroy. Construction that type of hammer is meant to hammer and destroy it's not meant to you know whatever Mm -hmm. and then he does that he does the nice little toxic
1: come on hit me
3: you want to take me out come on i know you i'm sorry but i was about to go to i i'm sorry i was about to go i know what you did last summer i'm sorry 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 um she doesn't she drops the hammer i'm out he tells her look you can have the empire just come on the plane with me we can go we can't we could just go okay he repeats the invitation to join New York, and then the next day, he's Maya. Gets the hell out of there. Takes the takes the thing out. Doesn't actually doesn't take the doesn't take the contact lens. Leaves Tomahawk by herself. Her his his guards tell Kit Fisk we lost her. She's gone, and we assume he had a temper tantrum and ripped the seat out of one of the planes. We don't know, but he kind of like Aah! either either he ripped the seat out of the plane or he killed the assistant that told him that Maya wasn't coming. Yeah, I mean yeah. probably the latter. So, <laughs> leaving on that. Yeah. What is your thoughts on the episode?
2: No, I mean I will say like the more you watch this series, it does kind of make you realize how like sad and dark Fisk's story is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like especially that scene with the hammer because like that is such a brutal thing to like even suggest somebody do and especially to a guy like that who's just a freaking goliath like that is that was purely like masochistic on his part like he wanted to just like end it get that trauma out of him Mm -hmm. so i do like that we see that and like we see how he's kind of trying to shape maya into this like for, like, warrior of his own kind of thing. So, and you know, it's, yeah. And Maya goes through a lot, man. Like, people in her life have just been rough to her. Like...
3: But at the same time, to counter that, when she killed that person, at and she, at that time, she was around 17, 18. Yeah, so 18 like or
2: 19. 18
3: or yeah. eighteen. She snapped. She chose that life from then on out.
2: She snapped. It's like, this exactly. follow this anger right now. So,
3: what are your thoughts on the episode, Mr. Kevin? Yeah,
4: the episode, especially where, where like you mentioned that hammer, you know, like you mentioned the two different. The claw hammer is yeah. for demolition, to to construct, to break down, to to destroy. The ball ping, you construct things, like you said, rivet, get make things together. He knew what he was doing there. I know people was like, that's not the same hammer. No, but he was doing that. It's a symbolism. Uh, you know, yeah. free yourself. If, you, if you're really thinking that, that this is going to bring you that peace there, go at it, you know, I'm gonna turn my back, have at it, hit me in the back, whack me in the back of the head, you know. It's similar to a little Star Wars reference, strike me down and I will be more powerful than ever, you know, and with, with the lifesaver. So that's Disney keeping that, all that Disney stuff together there, or, or if, oh, I don't know if the writers purposely wanted to bring that in a full circle. I also wanted to see more about like what happened after the plane. When she with the contact lenses, it was there because yeah. he knows he's a he's a slick. He's a slick devil. He's he probably mm-hmm. has a tracking. He has a tracking device. Knowing where she's no, at he, did, moment. He,
3: he said it in episode four, he has a tracking on it. He does. <laughs> the tracking like he, the tracking is gone, sir. We lost her. So, right.
4: yeah. And she 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 came aware of that. So she recognized that. And then she had some tough decision because that was put on the table. Now, let me ask you this. Knowing no way Fisk is. Did you ever believe that if she would have went back home to New York, it would have been honky dory?
3: Yeah. Yeah, think, because like okay. yeah, because, because think about it this way. He he could have taken her out for the longest time. And I think I think he's the one that made the, the, the bounty against because again he was trying to find her in the end of it all. Like he found her, yeah. right? He could have taken her out there, he could have taken her out to dinner, he could have taken her out the second time. He never did. He had the right. power to take her out like it's nothing, but he never does. But I think he just wants to. Again, have a have a daughter, have someone that understands where he's coming from. Like they both grew up with damaged things, and he just again no Vanessa. He ain't got no Vanessa anymore. Shout out to Blue Vega, come and keep back. So I think I I think it was I think he would he would have been like a puppet dictator. Let her have it, but then still have control over everything. Because remember, everyone respects fisk and we kind of we kind of find out through the detective thing kingpin was there during the blip he didn't get blipped out so Mm -hmm. while everyone else was gone he could have just picked up all the pieces and made his own empire like it's nothing Mm -hmm. maya didn't get blipped either so it was maya and him just Mm -hmm. doing the whole thing
4: Along he, went
3: rolling. The he went to the police station, not, not the police station. He went to Maya and picked her up after Maya tried to hotwire them the, the motorcycle yeah. and threw it out there. He walked past the police station. One guy's like, hey, back up. The hell's wrong with you? Let him go. He had power when the blip started. Now add five more years when everyone came out of nowhere and he already had everything, everything set up. But the hiccups of Punisher, the hiccups of Daredevil, the hiccups of he lost his wife. The hiccups of everything he did was his own doing, and the only thing that only person he had left
2: was Maya. Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes down to it, he was ultimately just lonely, and he would have given up having like kind of having that seat of power and giving it to her because she's like the prodigal daughter.
3: But still have the seat of power. He still would have been the boss, but like he would have told everybody, "She's the face, but I'm the I'm the boss," and it would have been like that, and it would have been very. She's not stupid. She would have figured it out eventually, and then that would have been a war. And then, again, but that's something that may or may not happen. We go.
4: Let me ask you this real quick before you get to the next topic real quick. You know when Fist tells Maya this is going to be our last dinner together when she's a little more older, and she was Mm -hmm. confused? Could it be that's when Vanessa was introduced in his life? So he's like, you know what? I can't have any jealousy or any two women Juggle, you know, a, a love interest and a daughter here. This is going to be our last dinner because kind of, I'm going to go and get entertained by a female who understands me in a physical aspect. I mean, I'm just paraphrasing. Do you think that's where he he meant by? Because I I was like, why does he not want to continue to have these dinners with her? Like he's putting a stop to her when he sends the the um interpreter to get killed in the plastic that he, she gets shot up.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. Thank you for bringing that up. I think, I think so. I think so. I think it was going to lead up to that to Vanessa, again, this is before like after he, after he killed the second, uh, uh, yeah, the second translator, Maya was 19 before, before Hawkeye, before anything else. So yeah, I think, and even then that's a deeper question because time passed. She was in the Hawkeye series, no mention of Vanessa, no nothing. So he kept her in the back pocket as a surrogate daughter that that no one knew.
2: Mm-hmm. Which made her even more isolated.
3: Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you're my perfect weapon and I will treat you like my father, i treat you like my daughter, but I won't tell you to anybody else and no one is connected to you and no one that can connect them to me to connect to you. And mm-hmm. if anyone finds out I'm connected to you, I will put them in a plastic tarp. Right. Like the ASL person. Right. And, you know, but yeah. we, we continue on to the last episode of the day, which is, like my thing's all weird. Maya Echo, which is a very, it's a very traumatic episode, but very eye-opening. Mm. In a flashback with her childhood, we see Maya with a slingshot, and we see the we see the woodpecker in the distance. She hits the she hits the the woodpecker with the the slingshot. It goes down. She goes back to her mom and says that the the, the woodpecker fell, had an accident. Her mom automatically, that's some bullshit, bro. What you do? I didn't mean to hit it. Come on!
2: Right. Okay, I hit it. I can hit it. I'm
3: sorry. Don't take me to jail. Like, all right, no, chill out, chill out. So then we get revealed of Taloa's power, which is healing, mm-hmm. and then we don't know if it's regular healing or cosmic healing or 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 other. We don't know, but it's 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 a power that can heal. All right. Then, post we see that they take the bird, they heal it, they take the burden and let it back in the wild. While this is all happening. Biscuits, after running away from Chula throughout the whole series, because Chula at one point saw Biscuits and the, the, the truck was all busted. Mm-hmm. And he's like, <sighs> he's like, oh, should you see me rolling? Mm-hmm. They hate it. Just get <laughs> in the hell out of here. Yeah. He, and the last episode, the fourth one, he goes to Junkers like, I'm going to find what I need to find to fix the truck and to help everybody. So he's in, and again, we will talking about the destiny of Biscuits. Biscuits messes Maya that says that Bonnie and Chula was kidnapped because while Chula was going to the post office, Fisk went to the post office and just avertedly went up to her. Hey, what's going on? Oh, you're like, oh, yo, oh, you know sign language too? I, I know sign language too. Hey, what you what's And then snatched her. Yeah. So, but at the same time, before this happened, Maya had left. Maya was in Roxon. Shout out to Roxanne, who's been in almost every Marvel video and everything else. Mm-hmm. And a nice yep. little Easter egg that if the future we get to see the CEO of Roxanne. Google him. He's a he's a super villain mm. kind of face, like a minotaur again. Yeah. So as she's eating in this Roxxon gas station, which I guess would be a Wawas in the sense. <laughs> um he's laughing, you he know what it is. Um, Shout out to uh, so yes. um best, best sandwiches. There you go. Uh, uh so a woodpecker is knocking on the wood and everything else. We also find out that and through historical fact that we looked it up. Would Woodpe- the the chak uh, the choctaws would train the woodpeckers to send out messages in terms of danger? So you would tell the bird like, "Oh, tell something bad, to, have to go," and it would just go, and then and then kind of, and then you kind of—that's a nice little messaging system. Yeah. Again, a lot more people, a lot more smarter than most people now. So she sees that, and her first instinct was to get on the bike, drive her back all, her ass all the way back to the house, guard out, ready to go. And when she get into the room, she saw her, she saw her mother. Mm-hmm. Now here is the question I asked you before we continue. Now, we have a debate here.
2: Hmm.
3: I think that this was the real mother. This was the real mother, but through time, she popped out. She thinks it's spiritual. What are your thoughts? Because again, her powers is based on her on her ancestry of her bio, like her family bloodline, right. and she can technically use the powers of every single person of that bloodline. She used it in the the skating rink, in the accuracy with with Tuklo, Mm -hmm. she, she, go on. No, no, I'm just acknowledging the bloodline. She used it (laughs) with the accuracy of Tuklo, she used the viciousness of Chafa. So this is what I mean by time-wise. In Marvel standards, she has the power, just like her mom, in an afterlife type of way, to contact all her ancestors. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty yes. badass that her mom can contact Chafa, and Chafa can contact Maya from a time mm-hmm. standpoint, memory-wise. On, remember,
4: remember, I, I, I wanted to go now back to the first. I didn't want to jump uh, uh break any, um, jump off yeah. of any of, of, of the timeline. In the yeah. beginning of the storyline, it, it, when her father tells her, you're going to have to learn how to, how to work, uh, be in two different worlds. Between yes. two worlds, yeah. Two worlds. And we also see that at this per per, per moment here, like we you know time and space. Also, we've seen that also in the Black Panther when 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 they go in and and he gets to see the future or, or the past Black Panthers, T'Challa yeah. with his father, grandfathers, and ancestors. That when I saw that part, it remind me of that of the Black Panther. The mother is there in time and space to so have that conversation with her, and I like the fact that what she what comes out of this moment at that house was just signifying a lot of power and we've seen a transformation like like the episode from maya hashtag echo on that moment and it's going to play out there um that's the beginning of the transformation i really enjoy that part there to see the mother and i and i and i said to myself she is there i and, and it felt like like you said they went back in time, and it just took, it just brought me back to Black Panther. That you know, Marvel yeah. could do that because we've seen it before. So I, you know, and then again, be able to go into two different worlds. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. It wasn't like uh, this is far fetched or totally left. Uh, you know, jumped the shark. It it, it was consistent yeah. with the series. That's true.
3: What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah. No, I think. Totally lost my thought. I think it's kind of like. In terms of the time and space aspect, yeah. it's kind of almost parallel. That's how I'm seeing it. Like mm-hmm. she, when in the in terms of she can jump between two worlds, like she can jump into that kind of spiritual realm where she's where her ancestors live, mm-hmm. and that might that exists like across all different cultures. So like, right? You know, obviously there's some kind. There's, it's cool to think about, yeah. but in terms of. Um, it's we were actually debating like when we were watching the, that episode that like that scene kind of felt out of place. But now that I'm thinking about it, like that was the first time that she listened to her intuition and listened to her ancestors. And so it's almost like that allowed her that expanded her connection and allowed her to see her mother in that way for the first time. So that actually makes a lot more sense now.
3: And it's true. And, and this is another aspect that, that could be bring up for later. And this connects to Moonlight as the, the giant hippo explained that there are many different types of dimensions of afterlife, all mm-hmm. bleeding together, but we can never really see it. It's been confirmed that these are beings from a pocket dimension. They're not Christians, so they don't see Jesus. So therefore, wherever they go, they're going to go someplace else, which I want to see that in the future. I want, again, and that's also a Black Panther thing. Only people that take the, 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 the herb can be connected to that the afterlife. No one else can except the people of that specific thing. Mm-hmm. Just like in Moon Knight, if you are an Egyptian, uh, uh, the sense only you can go to here.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That kind of tells me, another question for you, Kevin, if they're from a pocket dimension, do you think there was a pocket God or a pocket afterlife? Because I think there is an afterlife for them, but we don't know
4: we don't know um so many pocket reality realms um we don't yeah. know we we that's the that's the great question of, and that's the what if question that we've been talking on uh, since we've been doing these streams on just not just marvel but the what if what what you know so that's a great question there and, and for the first time we've seen maya's mother's gift which is when she yeah. heals the woodpecker so yeah. we're starting to see that there uh, um now you start asking yourself is this from the native tribe or is this marvel uh, giving these yeah. gifts that's also another question that came up at this point
3: That's that, that's something that we're going to find out because again i think this all connects to the multiversal war and how they're going to try to bring this all together because i said this in the last reviews you did the first yeah. avengers movie that's coming out everyone's going to die mm-hmm. everyone's going to die so it makes sense in the second one everyone's in their own respective actor lives. And they have to try to bring everyone together to get out. Mm -hmm. That's the only way Kang Kang can control time. He can't control afterlives. He doesn't control spirituality. That's the one power he never really understood. And they can never get. And you know who owns that power? Doom. Doom owns a lot of spiritual power. But we'll talk about that another time in our lives. (laughs) As as you said before, Taloa heals her trauma. But then kind of explain. It's like, here, I healed your leg. So let me explain to you how I explain how I healed your like, so you don't get crazy about it. Okay, so so she got healed, and she they went back to the accident again, and it kind of explained to her that it was gonna happen. Don't you gotta let go of this anger, let go of this 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 trauma, because it's the only way you can be healed and be free. And it worked. At the same time, Chula, in her very cool way, made a ceremonial Choctaw warrior armor with this with the with the the hummingbird symbol the same symbol that Chaffa had in the beginning Mm. and the nice, and the snake and everything else very beautiful. As this is happening, this gets in Billy Jack, Billy Jack taking care of the, of the the parking lot. Vigilando. And a bunch of, and Zane and his crew in his, in his RV comes in like, and he tells him like, okay, if you're not a vendor, you got to park over there. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna park in there, colonizer, colonizer, and just go in there, do what I gotta do. And he parks in there. It's like, okay, well, fuck. But I did like that. He called Henry and was like, these no holos, which is a chalked up for for white people. These no holos are doing some things. I don't like this. This is all crazy. I'm going to, like, Uncle Henry asks him, do you have a gun? He's like, I got something better than a gun. And he does. And he does. We'll get to that later. As this is happening, Maya locates Fisk. And this is very, like, Bond villain. So I didn't notice that too the second time I watched it. Fisk is standing, Maya standing side by side, right, like, standing in front of each other. And then, then fucking fist does a little thing here, pop, and then the the two lights in the background turn on, and it's freaking Bonnie and Chula. I'm like, what the hell? You watch too many Bond movies, man. What the fuck? Okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> really, really weird. As this is happening, she gets a premonition from her from her ancestors, saying that you can echo. And again, Tulua did explain that you can echo all our powers into you. That's your power of your bloodline. You can. Go to each woman, each warrior, and use it. Not woman, warrior. I want to use warrior more and more in an aspect. And she does a nice little like pose, and, and then you see all of everybody coming out of there, all five of them, mm-hmm. which I did love that. And then she had that the, the added power of expanding her power to her bloodline, mm-hmm. her cousin and her and her grandma, which was been confirmed that they had the same power level as Captain America. So imagine Chula. Punching a guy like Captain America is like, oh, like that's just World War II would have been a lot more faster. Now, (laughs) as that's happening, they're fighting back and forth. Kingpin's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to axe handle you macho man style. And this is the part I I didn't notice until now. She heals his trauma, Mm -hmm. right? He gets down on his knees, freaked out. So instead of explaining it like his mom did, like her mom did, like I'm just going to do the visual version. And then she went to her, she went inside his mind. Mm -hmm. We get a scene of a room of Kingpin where he's shaking like a kid and he hears, not the same actor, not the same actress that that was in Daredevil, but a similar thing of the father being the the wife and the the son freaking out and everything else. She tells him to let go. I know it's traumatizing. She tells him to let go. He goes under his bed and he had the hammer ready to go he says this is what i have to do she explains that you just have to let go you are my uncle which kind of makes it he is part of the family of maya yeah. not by bloodline but by name mm-hmm. so she might actually have the actually have the power to call everyone their uncle or sisters and that's probably could be a way that the Choctaw energy can be spread up spread apart yeah
2: well that ties kind of ties into the powwow scene which I don't think
3: we've gotten there yet well and that's before like before the powwows before the fight Echo was in the powwow and they were doing the circle the counterclockwise circle and everything else yeah
2: Yeah. and so that what I mean is a tying back to that is she's realizing so far in the series when you hear her heartbeat she just hears her own heartbeat and in this Mm -hmm. moment you hear her connecting to her community like and realizing that they're one so yeah I think it does kind of extend to this it, it extends outside of just bloodline like yeah. you are family you know mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day so i did like that she called fisk her uncle like i don't hate you you're not a monster like you are still my family
3: you're you are my uncle not by bloodline but by name and by name of the Choctaw donation it means a lot i did like that and this is all happening zane opened up his cooler and takes out a rocket launcher which had a nice little had a capri sun had a juice box He's he's, 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 a, he's an all around person. Whatever. At the same time, Henry sees this. Henry tells tells Biscuits like you got. There's some guys over there to take it out. And this is the part that I say that the fate of destiny. Destiny went the way of Baron Zemo because he unofficially and allegedly and supposedly murdered. Two people, not sorry, two groups of people in two vans, because he comes out of the monster truck and has a monster truck now, because apparently he went inside the, the junkyard, found Optimus Prime and then got some upgrades, <laughs> came out and crushed the two vans. There was no one else coming out of those vans. So I think he just murdered about maybe 12 people. So, yeah, he's a psychopath. let like that Biscuits is the true hero and murderer of this world. Mm-hmm. Now, as this is happening. Fisk is still going through his mind. He, we don't see him visually accepting to let go of his trauma, but we know that his trauma is gone because Echo healed it. That's Taloa's power. And he gets out and he says, What did you do? What did you do? Grabbed her hands. And instead of fighting or added, like, vamonos, she got in the car and. With a scared look in his face. Like a scared, like he lost something he never thought he'd never lose. He gets in his car, doesn't want to fight with Echo anymore, doesn't want to fight with Maya anymore, and has accepted that he has lost Maya and can never get her back and has right. moved on. Mm-hmm. As this is happening, Maya helps Bonnie, Maya helps everything else. Biscuits murdered 12 people in two vans. Henry silenced with a silencer, shot Zayn. And they kind of and they, everyone thought it was fireworks. That's the part I didn't like. So there were fireworks, and then the once once the first rocket launcher went out and blew up, it was like, Oh, this is the fireworks, part." okay, cool. Yeah, they thought it was fireworks. Fireworks, fireworks, fireworks. Like, where, where did the fireworks come from? Yeah.
2: One important line to note though is when Maya says, like, I'm I'm their legacy, not yours, to Fisk. I thought that was really
3: yes. Important that's important. true. Yeah, that, that was is excellent. That excellent. That was that's, excellent. A, that's the point. That's a good point. Now, at the end of it all, they do the fast and furious um Ending where everyone's in the backyard and have coronas, you know, product placement, and they're just like, Oh, family, and she gets in there all happy. Mm-hmm. Post-credit scene. Fisk is just like, I'm just defeated. He tells his his assistant, get a meeting with all the families. We're gonna have to fix this mess. Now, the mess that he's talking about that I didn't know until later was the mess that Hawkeye did, and the mess of now these new and the mess of all these new vigilantes mm-hmm. now. Because what Hawkeye did was make five LARPers into freaking Vigilantes, and now you have Miss Marvel, and now you have Spider-Man, and now you have Hawkeye. So you got about six or seven, and Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Mm -hmm. Daredevil, and Crime Lord Luke Cage. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Specifically, Crime Lord Luke Cage. Mm. Correct. Okay? We'll get to season two when we get there. That's what that's the point I want to put out there. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem. So he's calling the people to call the family at the same time. That this is happening. A news reporter, same news reporter that was in the Avengers, same news reporter that's been in almost all the news in Marvel, is explaining about the mayor candidacy. There's there's it, it could be up for anybody. You need a bare knuckle uh, fighter. Kingpin is a bare knuckle fighter, a guy who can take charge and everything else. And it ends there. Now, before I continue, the easter egg of that was that in the Daredevil series, he wanted to be kind of like that, but he didn't want to be the mayor. He just wanted to control crime, mm-hmm. and he just wanted to do it his way without any consequences of murder and everything else. Mm-hmm. Now, now that he assumably lost his trauma and has which, been cured. Which
2: we debated heavily about. We
3: debated heavily about. Right. What is your thoughts on the post credit? and that this leads up to Daredevil Born Again which they're going to adapt the Kingpin for Mayor storyline.
4: Right, he does win the mayor if I don't believe, yeah, if does. I believe so. He becomes a exactly. mayor. Um that's the foreshadow part of it. When back to Kingpin, he I don't think he got cured of his uh or healed at that time. I think he suppressed sure. it. He recognized that I'm defeated <laughs> because you're not my la- I can I can I can heal my trauma through you. Yeah and i think that's where that stopped and that's why she says i'm not your legacy i'm their legacy because he he wanted to heal his trauma by being grooming her and and trying to do good through her to try to wipe out that that stint of killing his father i think that's why he let her go and and said you know what i'm defeated i can't you know i don't think he accepted the full healing there at that because i think he would have went through that door if he did he because he just went through there um now my question in that healing was there telepathically communicating, or was it, you know, did they just that? That was no question I had on that with the way the healing and the communication aspect between them. There was no, I don't believe there was signing between that and that moment. No, um, they weren't. Yeah.
3: They, no, they weren't. He just looked at her literally like he, she was, she was, she didn't talk. She was, okay.
2: like, there was like a telepathic understanding. Yeah, like she was kind okay. of okay.
3: Like yeah,
2: in his head, I think. Yeah,
3: again, she has so, this is this is time. This is based, her powers is based on time, but also based on memory.
2: Well, I think this particular gotcha. power was her mother's healing power. Yeah, and right. in order to heal his mind, she had to essentially heal his heart. Not even that. She had to essentially like trans help him transmute that pain. So like her being right. in his head, and I'm saying this from a very like spiritual metaphysical perspective. No, no,
4: perspective, go for it. No, go for it
2: she kind of had to get into that painful memory with him and that's why you hear her say like give it to me like she's saying give me the pain because i can help you like transform that and so that's where we were like debating Debating. whether it fully kind of kicked in for him because i was saying like oh well the fact that she did it is like he's he's the reason he's scared shitless is because he feels that weight lifted and he doesn't know how to live with that right now but it's true that he might not have fully committed to that because like it is, it was a very significant moment. Like when she gets out of his head, like he he reaches out and grabs her hands. Right. And (laughs) was that him trying to give it away? Was that him pushing her away? Like we don't fully know if it kicked in all the way
3: yet. That's a good point. The symbolism was the hammer and she told him, give me the hammer. You give it to me. And then you, and then at that last second, she got up, but at the same time, she controlled them. She didn't have to leave at all. She, yeah, she chose, chose to leave. Step back.
2: She chose she to, chose
3: step, to back. step back. So I think, in my opinion, she's like, okay, I cured you whether well, you like it or not. You're gonna have to deal with what is yeah. in your head now. Like, I'm sorry. It's kind of it kind of reminds me of the movie Constantine, where Constantine was going to heaven. And the devil's like, no, 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 no. I'm taking the one thing that, that makes you. And now we're going to, let's see what you really are. And I, that's kind of like what I feel, ha- what I felt happened. Mm-hmm. Because okay. in the comic book, yeah, he's still a crime lord. He right. still is a crime lord, but he wants to, in the comic book story of the mayor, he wants to get away vigilantes because in his perfect utopia, he can control New York crime-wise. As long as right. no one objects to him, it'll right. be a utopia. But as we talked about it, there's like 12 freaking vigilantes in New York alone. And I'm not even talking about the other vigilantes that are not even out there yet. And if Squirrel Girl, low and whoa, we're gonna have some problems if Squirrel Girl comes out of nowhere. And you know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> with that, I want let, let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the the, the future of Daredevil Born Again. But before yeah. we continue, before we get before we continue on that, what, what was your overall Thoughts on Echo as a series, one to five.
2: Mm. Like I said, I thought it was beautifully done. I really appreciated the <clears throat> attention to detail in the character and the culture. Yeah. I would love to see the like deleted episode and see more on that. Um mm-hmm. and in general, shout out to the dedication they put into like the, the music. Um like, they highlighted, again, Native artists and everything. Shout out to Samantha Crane, who wrote, I believe, the closing song. Yeah. Which is... We will... Ironically, it's eerily enough, this, she released this album in 2020. I looked into it. And um the it's called Opla y Maya. And her name is Maya. So I thought that was, like, really interesting. Um And then in episode four, I didn't end up seeing this part. The Down to the River song is actually it's traces back to like an Indian or a native hymn um, of some kind. So I thought that was like really cool, but um, yeah, I really love the series and I'd love to see more of this and like just, yeah, more representation as a whole. So I really liked it.
3: Your thoughts, Kevin, as a whole of the series, before we get to the spoilers. Now this whole series,
4: I don't know why it took so much heat and so much negativity from critics. Hmm. Because it showed it it it, is, it brought to life and it, it look this is not our this is fiction this is not the way it's supposed this is a fictional story a comic book story brought it to life but it yeah. brought up talked about Native American heritage in and culture with superhero powers may and also women empowerment as well we're seeing the the transformation of a female by the name of Maya, turning into echo, how her origin story, why she's echo because she echoed her people through her. Now that's a symbolism because each one of us are a generation or echo of our generational family on our heritage, either either if it's Latino, American, African-American, Latin, whatever, we are an echo extension of our culture. That's what Mm -hmm. this, this, this series talked to us and told us now for it to you guys to be literal and say, Oh, this was, I I, I don't, I don't understand where the disconnect was, you know, there, Disney, there's a story for everyone. Then watch star Wars. Then if you want the science fiction with the lasers and the, and, and, and the, and the, and the Jedis and the lifesavers, but this year it was well done, well orchestrated. They told us a story about this woman that we saw we didn't know nothing of her and saw how she was a badass in the Hawkeye series and gave us our story about her. Um, of course they gave us a little bit of a tease with Kahani in what if, but not exactly. that's not her relative line, but they talking about the native American, like you said, a time in the, in the world that was not spoken anymore about the, these natives that were here in this, in this continent. I like it. What, where they're going here. Um, it also tied in with the other canons of these of the Netflix, of the Marvel studio world. You have to enjoy that as well. I thought this series was a four and a half excellent because of course they never the reason why I'm gonna drop the half star, they never mentioned how she got shot. There was a lot of ifs and ams, Yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff that they never went to and say what what happened. Also, I thought the grandmother was it gonna be the villain. The way they made her in the portray in the beginning, because she sent Maya away. And yeah. she says so she was like those damn Lopez boys. I didn't think, I, I forgot her last name was Lopez at that moment. So I'm like, is the is the grandmother? Because there's always a plot twist at the end. Oh, damn, the grandmother was always behind it. didn't want it. No, it didn't yeah. happen that way. I don't know if they changed that or whatever the case, but I, we, we digress with that. It did. I, yeah. I really, yeah. that. they missed up a little bit of those little inklings that they didn't explain, just, just minor details. But all in all, this was a good series, fun series. It wasn't dragged on long. Um, it was perfect. I thought it might have been just a tiny bit short, but you know what? People have short attention expansion tan, stand. I'm good with it. I I go watch it yeah. again. This is something I don't mind watching over again.
2: Yeah, I so, want to watch it again too. I go. On. No, i was gonna say going back to the um the grandma potentially being a villain thing. Honestly, and this is purely theory, obviously. Like I would maybe look at Henry, like I, I not necessarily as a villain, but I would like to see how he's involved with Fisk more and like.
4: The brakes.
2: Remember, yeah. I mentioned
4: the
3: cutting of the brakes. the cutting of the yeah. breaks. They never talked about that. They said that someone no. did that. And and there's another Easter egg here. When Zayn was talking to Henry, Zayn was talking to Henry in the, in, in a ring, like a friend, like a person that he knew, not as a person of the first time. So like the, the new rock stars brought it up. Like he could be an old black knight associate or someone that he knows. Because again... He seems smart enough not to just be following Fisk. He seems smart enough to be following other things that be like, you know, working out there. So we don't know who else he was working with. Again, we do do this Daredevil Dare, board again series coming out. We can have Fisk, uh, Bullseye. We can have all these other organizations. The Hand,
4: that, the Hand. Well, we just said it at the same time. The Hand, that exactly.
3: Put- they can come out with that too. But my thoughts on this as a series as an end as a whole. I'm giving this a four because I told you why the pacing, this was a show about echo, but echo was only in the show. Not so much mm. echo. It, it's, it's, I call it the Freddy Krueger theory where the first Freddy Krueger movie, he was only in the movie for seven minutes and it's almost a two hour movie. Like that's if you want echo to be known and I understand you want to talk about the history and everything else and the and the ancestry and everything else. I feel more compelled to know about the history of biscuits than Echo.
2: Well, I could have been dense early. It yeah, I early.
3: I want to know the history of Uncle Henry. I actually want to know the history of the grandpa. How how badass he is of a of an inventor. Like where did he right. get that? How did he learn right. that? I want to know why. How I want to know the little like little Marvel minis like mini five minute episode of how Biscuit met Billy Jack. Like just right. something. But all we got was. Echo came back. She was bratty. She jumped on a train, blew up for attention, then almost got her family killed, got, his, they got the powers, and then stayed back in Oklahoma.
2: To protect her. To
3: protect her yeah. people. Yeah. But we know she's not going to stay in Oklahoma because she's going to be in the Defenders in New York. So how are you going to get Echo from Oklahoma all the way to New York when Fisk kind of felt like it's never gonna fuck with her anymore
2: mm. maybe she gets an sos call from hawkeye or something
3: I, she's no fuck yeah that's true
2: because that's the thing <clears throat> she, she's her mission of protecting her family is now done like effectively yeah. fisk is out of that town yes so she can kind of know that they're safe for the time being
3: true but there's also another thing that i didn't like remember that girl in the first episode that was all like Kareny oh you forgot all your clothing stores of the grand woman no that only came out one time she didn't pop up anymore so i was kind of pissed at that mm. Um, Vicky, R.I.P. Vicky, that would have been a cool little thing that, that she... It would have been cool that he would have survived and kind of like got away. There's an the o- open-ended of the double of the double tattoo between the guy and the girl. Don't know what that's about. Yeah. There's so many things that are open-ended. I
2: hope they do. Is there going to be a season two? They don't know
3: yet. We, we we know for a fact that's been confirmed. And now we're, now we're going to go into spoilers here, ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen. <laughs> um, Kaori is going to come back in season three of What If? They yeah. already confirmed it. So we don't know, and and this is this is the question for you, Kevin, because we talked about this. This is a good right. this, this is a good debate. Now, we know Kaori during the time of the episode was around 1300, 1400, 1500, around that time, yeah. right? And we're going to assume that she... Con- okay, sorry. I say conquered. You say made the world peace. Let's say make the world peace, sure. right? Do you think season three is that when... Thanos gets to, to Earth because Thanos thing is still happening, and he needs the Infinity Stone, and there's only one Infinity Stone on Earth, and that's the Tesseract, and that's in her, in her, in her native homeland. Mm-hmm. That's the what if that I would love to see. What's your thoughts yeah. on that, Kevin?
4: Ooh, that'd be yeah, that'd be great to see there. That that what if there, and we talked about it before the meteorite. What is that Infinity yeah. Stone that landed in Wakanda?
3: That's true, exactly as well. So that's that's something as as something as well. So that's something of a what-if that could... We don't know what's happening in what-if season three. We don't know. We also found out that Echo has been added to the Defenders. So she is officially with the Defenders without being on a show.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever.
3: What are your thoughts on Echo being with Luke Cage, Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones? Just that's, that? that's it. No Hawkeye. No, Miss Marvel.
2: Well, I mean, Miss Marvel's a little young to be in that same. She's not even, even Hawkeye. Like, they're all kind of aged apart. But.
3: Plus, they ain't seen shit like those guys. Those yeah. people have mm. seen shit.
2: No, I think. Yeah. We
3: think... yeah. <laughs> were
2: talking about, like, Nef- like, the Netflix style of shows. Like, it's definitely that grittiness. So, oh, yeah. I do think, like, it wouldn't make sense for her to be with Hawkeye and Miss Marvel. Like, I want to see her with.
3: I yes. miss yes. Jessica
2: Jones. I actually, like, I told him, like, I want to rewatch that series. Um and get back into that. So I am curious to see how that's gonna go.
3: And that'll be cool to no, know. Like you have a again, a lot of weird ass come into
2: herself a lot. And
3: again, we are and this is also connected to the Midnight Suns. This is all connected. The, the, all these other groups are gonna be popping out of nowhere. We're and this is Midnight gonna be nuts. Connected. Like imagine Blade and Punisher meeting Luke Cage and freaking Iron Fist and Man thing meeting Echo and Jessica Jones banging yeah. one of the one of them because jessica jones likes to bang Yeah,
4: jessica
3: Jones. You know? yeah I'm no sure. no shame no shame no shame on that just saying that jessica jones you bang who you want to bang
4: superheroes need get to a, get laid too
3: exactly yeah. look at Daredevil just, you couldn't get an Uber either way I get mad at that um but as as a whole would you like to see it echo season two or would you like to see this is a question for you Kevin would you like to see that finishes off would you like to see it echo season two or a defender's connection to Echo.
4: Actually, I I want to be greedy. I want to see both. Mm.
2: Okay. If I, I want
4: to see both, because because with the Echo, you could tell stories now. You know,
2: yeah.
4: with her, with Biscuit, her grandfather. Yeah. Where did where yeah. does he get that sharp mind? Because you know, and it's not that because he 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 can't be smart. But where you know was that something intuition that he's he fixes everything in that damn village. Mm-hmm. Anything that you yeah. give it to him and, and they figure, and there's people by the way like that you know that just give anything they could make anything out of any parts. You know I wanted to see that there. I wanted to see also um, why is the grandmother such a like a tribal leader kind of there in that yeah. city in that in Oklahoma. You know. What set her apart? Do they know that she's gifted with, with as a healer and or, you know, or, or the gift that she has from her ancestors? So I kind of would like to see an Echo season two. Um, maybe that's as far it could go. But the Defenders, it, I thought the Defenders was a really short for the Netflix series. I watched it again and I thought, man, that was mad short, and they, they left me wanting more. So I kind of want to see the, you know, they left me wanting more of the Defenders there. So I'm a little bit torn in both. I want to say both, but if I had to choose one, yeah. Give me the defenders, Mm
3: -hmm. yeah. I'm thinking, but then, but then there's the caveat of that, and I asked you that too before I can go on to that. Would you like to see Echo season two, or would you like to see the defenders connected with Echo?
2: I think I want it to be more organic. Like, I will say, I'd love to see if they incorporate dragons, like that whole connection to the um underworld and everything. I love to see if they incorporate that. Um, there were dragons in the
3: defenders too, so we can, can yeah, there you go.
2: So if I, maybe the defenders would be a good way to like. I think for the Echo series, maybe that could be, like, the community kind of learning how to how deal with the powers or something like that. You know, you know these new this new connection to the ancestors or something, and then the defender series could kind of be Echo continuing to come into her own, be like, all right, I, I defended my my own people, and now yeah. I got to go defend my other home.
3: Because yeah, because like spiritually, her ancestors would come on say, hey, you have to fight this battle, of like tremendous yes. thing because it's something small this yes. is also something i wanted to say as well do everything that's happening that kingpin went out and this is going to connect to daredevil born again i also forgot what happened in secret wars mm-hmm. where the whole scroll thing happened and everyone's shooting at everybody because everyone thinks everyone's a scroll so that's like a whole different factors of things that are happening that may, the kingpin is perfectly jump in now, here's the thing I want to ask you now. We're going to delve into Daredevil, Daredevil Born Again before we get out of here. Mm. Who would you like to see come out, Kevin, And cameos? I would love to see Spider-Man come out. Like, I would love to see Spider-Man come out. Because he, he came out in the Spider-Man movie, so it's only fair that at least, but at the same time, he doesn't remember his name anymore, so that kind of sucks. But either way, for me, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. for you, Kevin, would you want to come out as a, as a cameo? They got the money for it. They have the money for it, damn. And remember, was- they, they did a whole series, they, they, they did Daredevil Born Again last year, they already did that, and right, right, everything in a rated R standpoint now because that was a Disney standpoint. Right. So now that you know that this is a rated R Daredevil Born Again, who do you want to come out?
4: Wow, that's a good one because you said Spider Man was one of the first ones you could think of actually we'd like to see if if there's any connection whatsoever with doctor strange cuz remember they're in new york and if no, there is any
3: Doctor Strange is gone he's doing he's doing uh the, the 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 multiverse thing with that woman at the end with charlie oh Neron. you're right he's gone, oh, he's, yeah, he's gone. gone. no thank he's you for
4: bringing pronia so that yeah. takes him out of the question i don't want to yeah. see wong please don't give me wong no. please i know thank you um you know that to me that's like a cheap mm-hmm. ripoff from the wish app uh, uh, <laughs> um, damn man! If you want to go ahead and skip me for one second, so I could think of it real quick. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm really you got me there.
2: Here, yeah. It is a good question. I would say my immediate response is kahori, kahori, because I do think they kind of share that conviction. That's where you know you were saying, why would she be called to New York? Like, yeah. I think going back to this whole multiversal idea, like. Yeah. There is this kind of call to action and that's where that's where they share a likeness and that like Cody's conviction to come back from that you know realm with her people was like, I need to protect the people that are still suffering. So it's like okay. I think it would be interesting if like we said, she's in a totally different universe, yeah, right? A different universe. But who, you know, who's to say that she wouldn't be like, like how Captain Carter was kind of pulled through and yeah. what if to a different universe? Right. Yeah. it's like she's needed here, and she theoretically could be immortal too because of the. Um, I think she the, is. The because, I
3: think she is because, like, remember they said, like, the more you eat that place, the more you just live forever. You never die. You never like. Yeah. So I think they just they just live. For,
2: that's a good point. So yeah, it'd be cool if she just showed up and was yeah. like, you know, just out of a portal or something. It's like, hey, you guys needed me. You
3: right. could make her live action. It's not that hard to do. But oh, it'd be cool. I mean, if not, if not for me, like, I, I, if, if Spider Man wouldn't come. I would love for more. Like, first of all, I want to see Punisher. I think Punisher's going to pop out there anyway. But I would like to see Blade.
2: Mm. At mm. least
3: a teaser at the end of like, Blade's in New York because he heard something bad happened and he's in New York when Daredevil's like, okay, we finally beat whatever. Da, 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 da. Because again, this series is going to be based on Fisk against yeah. the Vigilantes.
2: Or what about Shang-Chi? What was he doing?
3: Shang-Chi as well. That's perfect. Shang-Chi. Perfect, because of, perfect. Yeah.
4: because of the yeah, hand. Because yeah. of the hand, you got it perfect. Because I didn't yeah. feel the movie, I wasn't really into too much of the movie. Too much, it yeah. was okay. But but to see him in New York with the hand and going after yeah. that, you hit that hair
3: perfect. Yeah,
2: that'd be and, awesome.
3: And technically, he's in New York because Bruce was in New York, and Wong was in New York, so he's actually technically in New York. Mm-hmm.
2: There yes. you go, Shang
3: Chi. I like that. Shang Chi, perfect, perfect, perfect. Because yeah. like, I don't want to see the mandarin guy the fake mandarin guy i don't want to see his ass Mm -hmm. whatever i don't want to see him um i would like to see bullseye i would like to see jigsaw if he's still alive i don't know if he is alive or not but i would like to see that um is. he is i would like to see that i would hell i would like to see more remember in the she hulk there was this like there was this construction crew guys that had like all the odin stuff bring them back there's like they're they're like a running gag in comics like they're always pop up and they get their ass kicked But you can really delve into more if you want to make them more gritty, like make the construction crew more gritty like that. I want to see Squirrel Girl. Mm -hmm. I want to see – there's a lot of superheroes in New York. Ghost Rider. I I
4: want to see uh, um, Electra, but I want to see if they recast her and how they would do it with other different directions.
3: She's dead. Yeah, she died Mm -hmm. in Defenders. So you got to kind of like – I did love her in Daredevil, though.
2: Yes.
3: Yeah, she was good in Daredevil, but she died in Defender. So I'm like, you can work it out. Like it's it's if there's no body, again, there was no body for Kingpin, so there's no body at all and nothing like that. But I think Shang Chi is a good point. I would love to see Ghost Rider as well. That'd be cool. Like this, you have a Ghost Rider actor, so you can bring him in. Like Daredevil board again can be a resurgence of of Marvel that they need Mm -hmm. because yes, I don't mind watching 18 episodes of Daredevil but you shouldn't make 18 episodes of just daredevil no. that's the dumbest thing ever you can do nine make, like you can do you can do it like mando season three you can have like not sorry it's not, not mando season three A boba fett you can boba have fett. like four episodes of boba fett and then four episodes of mando
0: mm-hmm.
3: work it out do nine episodes of daredevil and nine of the episodes of special guest stars
4: i like
1: cool that
3: cool, yeah and yeah. this will, this could as as well delve into what happened to Luke Cage at the, end, at the end of season two. What happened to Jessica Jones at the end of season one? What happened? To, what happened to to Iron Fist at the end of that stupid series? He has two guns now. That's a whole other crap, crap. You Daredevil can do that. Daredevil can go over there and say, "Hey, I'm gonna shut you down, Luke Cage," because it's like, yeah, you're the crime boss of Harlem, but like, that you shouldn't do that. Hey. Iron Fist, you really should be using guns. Hey, Jessica Jones, stop destroying property. I'm I'm getting freaking calls from lawyer offices. I gotta charge you. Like you can really delve into that. Mm-hmm. Hey, Fisk, you're the mayor, but I know damn well you're an evil bastard.
4: I, what something tells me that with the when you just said about lawyers, we're gonna yeah. get to see She-Hulk is gonna be part of this.
3: Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. That I was, gonna, I, I didn't think I I wanted to say it because I don't want. It to be
2: manifesting. He didn't like how the show turned it out. Sucked right?
4: ass. Okay. It, it sucked. I know. It was a com- ass. it was a different comedy type of thing from yes. the.
2: Yeah.
3: And then yeah. the the director openly said that she trolled the fans on purpose. I'm like, all right, screw you, kiss yes. my ass. But she would be good for the defenders. Yeah. Not under, under my- a
2: different director. Yeah, sure. No, like, under this director. one. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. I'm saying like the She Hulk show was kind of like sat- satire. Then I'd like to see it in a yeah. different light.
3: She's like, right. yeah, in, in the she ho she bangs everybody, but that's not a thing about that. Like, she does fight when she needs to. She doesn't need to be in the Midnight Suns. She needs to be in the Defenders because yes. she needs a lawyer.
2: Mm-hmm. They need a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, they need a lawyer.
3: And I know Wilson Fisk is going to try every way possible to make sure Del Devil doesn't say one word about what he does because that, that was the deal. You leave yes. my shit alone, I leave, leave your shit alone.
4: I leave Vanessa alone, yeah.
3: Exactly. But now that 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 now that Wilson Fisk is the mayor... The deal's off. Right. The deal's off. So now we got to feel the consequence. And again, that could also be a spoiler for ladies and gentlemen and everyone watching. At the end of Daredevil Board again, Wilson Fisk loses, but Victoria, I mean, sorry, Vanessa becomes the queen pin, which has been, which has happened in the comics. Yeah, you see, yes. It's just taken yes. over. Yes. So I would like that. And that's, that's, that's the type of like villain. I like a person that didn't want to have that shit. But by circumstances of you destroying my man, I'm coming back and I'm taking my shit. So I like that. I do like the board again. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end it here. we are already done two hours. It's amazing. i got to clip this like crazy. What are your expectations for Marvel as a whole, Kevin? Final thoughts?
4: Well, my whole right now, I'm enjoying what we're watching. We're doing these reviews. We're seeing the what ifs. You know, now season three is coming up. We invested. We want more. Um, like you said, *She-Hulk* left a little bit of a negative taste. Now with these new series, we want to see more. We want to see more where Echo leads into. You know, I, I also want to say I appreciate that they gave us all the episodes. We'd have to wait week to week, wait after week, wait after oh. week. They gave them all kind of like Netflix. You could, you want to binge watch it? You're able to binge watch it. You know, in a row like that. I like that. I Also, like the *What If* was one every day. Uh, for nine days, I, I I like that direction there for Disney, especially if you're paying, if you're asking us to pay, don't make us wait. You know, for that, I put it on that, on directional TV, and we could watch it there. I digress, but all in all, I like the direction Marvel's going. Um, there's at least their series are very intriguing, very exciting. Uh, we know they do good cinema, but I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or budget, whatever. They got to get back to that same wow factor with the cinema. In the movie so let's you know let's 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 give it an excuse for the pandemic uh, or or the writing the the strikes whatever i'm gonna i'm now i'm looking forward to some movies coming up now in the near future but the direction of marvel and marvel and marvel spotlight by the way so now when they do marvel spotlight maybe that is with those 18th episodes they're gonna spotlight certain characters maybe we see a jessica drake um now involved in with the defenders or in that series there Let's just hope. I really like that that they're doing that and expanding. So I'm, I'm for it. I'm excited for Marvel always. Anything that has to do with Marvel or comics, I'm always there viewing. And I can't say that it was disappointing. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah,
3: I did too. Final I did. thoughts. <laughs> I think as a whole, I hope it gets better. I wanted to get better again. We got the What If series. We have all these other things coming out right now. We have all we have Deadpool coming out in about a year and a half. We have the Avengers coming out in two years. We have John the Avengers or not, we're still getting it. It's already been sealed in. No one said anything else, so we're just going to go on with it. Let's go. Screw it. Let's, yep. let's just freaking do this. And I want more, as you said, Kevin, Marvel Spotlights. If you don't, if you found a way to get away from the campy Mickey Mouse Disney that you're trying to do, just Marvel Spotlight it. Yeah. But, and I say I'm going to get really close, really close when I say this. <laughs> Don't let Sony touch shit. Stay away, Sony. (laughs) You know why. Fantastic. Just just make
4: just make us our devices and our TVs.
3: Jeez, thank you, man. And some good tires. Ladies and gentlemen, that was That was Kogu Underground Marvel Echo series review. Thank you for watching. Two hours of wonderful analysis and breakdowns. It was very great, Kevin. Once again, un placer. Wonderfully, like always. Mrs. Cardala, thank you once again for passing yes. by here. Please tell everyone where you can find your BX Sports of Jedi course. camp. And yeah, by the can, way, all the links down below the description. Say that. Nice.
2: No, and so thank you guys for having me. Of course. of
4: course. Hopefully, this is not the first and last time, So, because this was oh, good. This was nice. phenomenal. Um, You can find me at Sports Jedi Network, of course. We're due to here at Coquito Undergrounds so the Marvel reviews. Of course, all the sports, wrestling, and all, all different types Um. You can find us also anywhere you get your audio platform. Sports Jedi Network. We'll put this about tomorrow. Will be on the audio platform. If you missed it, yeah. you can listen to it. But but we ask you to encourage you to hit like, subscribe to both the channels, and so we can continue and hear your feedback. Give your comments on the below if you want us to do anything different, or if you want us to change something, or your or give us your thoughts because feedback is a plus, and we appreciate because you took your time to listen to us and allow us to entertain you. So really appreciate it. And we want to acknowledge you for that time. So thank you again. May the sports be with you. This is BX Sports Jedi Kevin saying, gracias.
3: Gracias. Before we go, me and my wonderful wife have a special person that we'd like to give thanks for being around us. And if anyone has a Google button, fewer discretions is advised. <laughs> On a so i say this now your discretion is advised you google is at your own risk but it's, it's a good surprise stay healthy stay happy welcome to cookie underground welcome to the end welcome to the beginning find love and find the finish bye <laughs>